Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast number 139 with Blowpipe and Hemis. Blowpipe and Hemis, how you guys both doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm pretty good. I'm a little sick, but uh yeah, it's 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 been pretty cool, so thanks yeah. for having us on, man. No, it's my it's my pleasure. It's a long time coming. Uh there's a little bit of a history with uh not having you guys on like months back. <laughs> but uh hey the time has finally come and i don't hate you guys anymore isn't that a good feeling honestly a great feeling i don't think if you're on the other side i feel bad for you that sucks (laughs) okay real talk though i need to clear this up so hemis reached out to me back in like february i want to say of this year and he was like hey uh we're doing some like event thing and uh I can't even, I, this is so disrespectful. I can't even remember what the event was, but like, oh, no. but he's uh, like trying to throw something. I swear to God, I peeked at it and I never looked at it again. Like I literally peeked at it and it was like, oh, I got to respond to this eventually. And I just literally never did. And to be honest, like I've gotten, th- this always sounds like, I don't know how to ever say this without sounding like arrogant or anything, but it's like, I get several DMs throughout the weeks of just people just random spam or people asking to be on the cast and stuff and so like i'll just forget to reply to people and then it eventually got to the point where every guest i'd have on not every guest but a few guests i'd have on jimmy would go in the twitter thread and be like why do you hate hemi (laughs) oh (laughs) but that was just such a good way to like farm interactions you know and i was like fuck it no it was good but like i i truly was like oh like i'll get hemis on eventually you know and i completely spaced that hemis was the person that reached out to me specifically to come on the cast about something and so then i literally looked like probably a month and a half ago at my dms i just scrolling through them and i see hemis and i see this like long like thing that was really well written and everything like kind of like hey like this could be really cool to you know get the community uh aware of you know what's going on and i i just never responded to it and I was like, oh, that's where that whole thing's coming from. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, I'm not that much of a asshole. Uh, no, no. I mean, because the thing is, uh, I mean, I know, like, I didn't realize, I didn't think Jimmy made that many tweets, but because uh, I remember no, it was like two there was a three, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I remember getting a bunch of pings on Discord. And then, like, hearing some shit on Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, oh boy, oh god, there's some shit going." On. Look, man, there's no, there's no, there's no yeah. fuck save manifesto out there. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I think um, one of the things, uh, it, it's a bit weird from an outsider's perspective, I can imagine, because uh, if you don't know Jimmy, Jimmy loves to fuck around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it like so if people don't know him, they probably see that and they're like, "What? What the fuck is going on?" But uh, I remember seeing fucking Mr. Mammal died, and he's you know he lost the fifth life, and within like 
five minutes, Jimmy had like a Wendy's mammal five for one deal <laughs> posted on his the, Twitter. It was it's the Wendy's four for four, I think. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, I to, I mean, Judo made that, but he was like, "You should post it." Sounds like absolutely, I had no problem doing that. That was so funny. I saw that instantly. Like, not even. There's probably not even the hardcore Iron Man death tweet out yet, and you already had that shit out. I was like, bro, is this come on, come on, man? You gotta give a mic. Now I, I can, I can, I can definitely hard. like gauge whether somebody's a shit poster like naturally, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So I and I've been, I've been to both of your guys' stream. I've been to Jimmy's stream. He's always just fucking around, having a good time. So uh, I understand it's all in good fun generally. Oh yeah. Yes. So let's get a little bit of like an introduction going for those that don't know who you guys are. You're both content creators. Um, Jimmy seemed to be on like the kind of like the part time. I guess both of you. I, I don't know. Like, do you guys consider yourself both full time content creators or what? Let's hear it. You want to go first or? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I would say, I mean, I, th I think I definitely consider myself a part time streamer uh, or I guess part time content creator when so i think like last summer was really when i was kind of like i was in between jobs and i had a lot of time so like i was going live pretty frequently um so i think for maybe a small stretch of period i would consider myself like a full-time twitch streamer but by no means was i like dedicating uh the day-to-day -day, uh to that like moving forward so i think i'm i mean i would classify classify myself as like a part-time content creator for sure Cool, cool. And what do you do on stream? Um. Oh man. <laughs> Usually on stream, I'm just absolutely fucking molding. But uh, <laughs> mo I, I think like most of my streams, like I want to probably say like ninety percent are Inferno speedrun streams. Uh, granted, I don't. I try not to play on DGen hours anymore. And I mean, uh, my health is thanking me for that for like the last nine months. But when I was streaming, like, full-time, I would go live at, like, 11 p.m. and end at, like, 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. or something. And that's, like, when the worlds are pretty crisp. And Inferno speedrunners are, like, some of the worst complainers that there are about, like, servers and worlds. But it really does matter, you know, when you're just trying to, to sort of edge forward in the rankings or get a better time. But I... Like, I guess on the other hand, I mean, I, I do like some hardcore stuff. I sometimes stream my hardcore. Um, I'm kind of getting into the YouTube scene and trying to make uh, make a little series out of this hardcore before <laughs> before it dies. But that's that's about it. And everything in between, I mean, I try to, like, help out with, like, VOD reviews and help in the speedrunning Discord uh, to try to help promote that as well. Nice, nice. Um, what about you, Hemis? Uh... First off, I can I can preach, dude. If you haven't seen Jimmy's YouTube video on his first hardcore, bro, the production on that shit for for first episode hardcore Iron Man thing, like I don't know, I I think that's definitely something the boys gotta check out if they're interested in any sort of speedrunning. But uh, I, so the question was, with uh part time full time, uh there was a brief, well, I I'd say. It's a weird question for me because um, I never really put in the hours I should have been putting in uh, due to some reasons with motivation. But I, I guess you could say I was full time for for a 
pretty big period last year where I had some sponsorships. And uh, I'd say if anyone's out there looking to become a, a creator, it's like uh, at the very... Well, I know it's the case for both YouTube and Twitch, but sponsorships are big. Uh, you've got to be looking looking to set out a good brand for yourself so that you can, you know, you're not a brand risk and don't have to deal with that because the sponsorships for a lot of creators are, are that's, that's where the money is. You know, you can't, if, if someone's just looking to get into streaming or something for the money, it's like, you know, you can count on, you could probably count on one hand how many streamers have more than like a thousand 200 subs on Twitch for old school RuneScape, right? And even if you look at the whole, um, just the, just the number of Twitch streamers that have more than a thousand subs period on Twitch, right? It's like compared to the, um, yeah, if you just sort it out by partners as well, it's like, it's, it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty sharp drop off. So it's like, uh, for, for a bit, it was only doable because it had sponsors, but then over time, uh, like, especially now, because, uh, so I had some, well, what I normally do is I run, uh, I do a little bit of PVM, I just kind of do a bunch of general stuff, whatever's, whatever's on the mind, but the real highlights of my content, I would say, are when I run tournaments. I usually run big tournaments or big events, and because the day-to-day stuff is all fine, but it, it, it doesn't get my blood pumping, you know? It doesn't it, it doesn't ignite any passion in me to just, you know, do Tob for, <laughs> for like, I don't know, the 1,000 KC or something on stream. Because it's cool to talk to people, but I'd much rather uh, leave a mark. And when I run, so I've... I've always hosted big unique events like if you've ever heard of high risk tob and then the spinoffs of high risk chambers high risk toa prop hunt toa we've done big like couple build giveaways with like hide and seeks and stuff tis hard world series uh we run these big events where i i re i can really pride myself in thinking that hey someone someone who's watching this is going to remember this four years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, and is going to look at me and say like, holy shit, like this guy, this guy really made something unique. And uh, I th- I think I've really done that with some of my first tournaments, which, which I was really happy about. So when I can do those types of things, uh, that's, that's where the passion comes in. And uh, because of that, though, like they're very those are very stressful to run with like so few people so i I managed to run three three really big notable ones uh during my time and since then i've been looking to uh make more official experience with that so that's kind of why i've like dialed off from uh doing the full-time thing now but Mm. i'd say now it's like yeah now now definitely part-time i mean people a lot of my, a lot of my supporters probably would have said like, yeah, this, "What's this motherfucker talking about? Like this kid's part, this kid, this kid was part time even back then." But uh, now is most definitely part time because um, I probably go live like once every week to two and a half weeks. Lately, after I ran a bunch of my tournaments, I 
people these days know me a lot more for my Inferno stuff than what I used to, but I used to do a bunch of speedrunning. We used to do even some PvP, but like uh, speedrun top chambers, whatever it is, TOA. Now, near the end, it, it mostly became Inferno. And with Inferno, you you know, you can send X tasks and then you have to go get another task. So we there'd be periods where you'd just be doing Turial skipping for like hours on stream. And that is, well, obviously that's pretty shit content, right? So sitting here and streaming to, I don't know, maybe like 80, 100 viewers or something and and all you're doing is just killing dogs and it's like you know i can find i can find something interesting we can make some jokes and talk about stuff for like 30 minutes but if you go dry for like two hours right it's excruciating to sit there and know that like you know these guys want to support me and i'm almost wasting their time because i can't provide them with anything i, I mean i can be entertaining but i can to what degree, right? They're, they're sitting here watching me kill cave slimes for two hours. It's like, so it it genuinely, is, it, it emotionally hurts to know that like, these people like support me and I'm, I'm wasting their time by like not doing anything uh, mm. entertaining, right? So like, that's one of those feelings that I think uh, is kind of hard to convey when, when yeah, I think people, uh, yeah. I, I think part of it is just like oversensitivity, and I have it too. Where I like I try to almost um, imagine what my viewers are thinking, even though it's mm -hmm. never that deep. I just make it deeper than it is. Like for the most, <laughs> like like if I jump into a stream and somebody's literally like doing a Slayer task, I don't really give a fuck to be honest. I'm just like there to pop in, have just see what they're talking about, see what's going on. And it really doesn't matter, but for you, you probably, I think, I think a lot of it is just like, honestly, just innocent projection on your part. It's like, it, it really is not that deep. And I do the same thing where it's like, I think exactly like, this is what my viewers are thinking right now. This has to be it because this is what yeah. I'm thinking. So, but I don't think it's ever that deep. I think it's really just, yeah, people can watch whatever they want. And if they're in your stream, they're in your stream for a reason. They have the freedom to, you know, watch whatever they want. So, yeah, um, it's, uh, I've, I've heard that so much too. Cause uh, I've, I've had a talk with, uh, with, you know, like a lot of my viewers always asked me before. It was like, oh, like, wh why do you go live so infrequently? Like, even when I had, um, like, even when I was doing it full time, I, I was still admittedly only going live like, every other day tops except for like one month where i went live every month or every day but uh it was like why like you know why don't you go live enough and it's like well if if i don't have I, i'd tell them the exact same thing i was like if i don't have content that i think is you know up to standard it it feels it feels like shit going live for you guys because then I, I feel like I'm wasting your time, right? And then they'd be like, dude, like, we're not watching for, we're not watching for the content. I mean, like, the content is good, but, and if it's, if it's content that you consider up to par, then, like, obviously that can only be better, but they'd always say, like, dude, like, it, it doesn't matter, like, we're here for you. And mm -hmm. it's just, like, mentally, that's, 
that's such a hard thing to like get over to and I've, I've talked to like other other creators about it too like dex is also so like i dex yeah or I, I call them l dex but uh like notoriously phenomenal pvmer out in the game learns so quickly has like 10 13 level clicks and he has the he had the exact same problem where he's just like dude like i i physically cannot like if i'm doing speed running or something like sometimes he doesn't like he won't do certain speed runs because if it's just too much wiping and too much resetting like He'll learn it off stream and then before he does it, any of it on stream first because he thinks that wiping a lot nonstop is is bad content, right? And then mm-hmm. he feels like he's ruining it. And, I was, and we had a nice talk about that too. But I was like, yeah, man, like I yeah. feel the exact same way. Everyone goes through it. So let me ask you guys about uh, Turial skipping in particular. That seems to be something that has never been fully addressed and full, like some nothing's really been done about it in regards to inferno enthusiasts trying to get their tasks so do you guys have any suggestions on what they could do in regard like what are what are your guys's personal opinions on what they could do to make tutorial skipping less of a headache and get you back into the inferno quicker i'll start with you jimmy um oh man that's a loaded question so i started streaming primarily in 2021 i'd done like a few uh like a few errant streams like here and there but i started streaming in 2021 when we only had like i think it was like a single task so i think probably half my total tutorial skipping has been with just getting a single task and that was brutal because you know you mess up in a high level piece of content right and with one task you're punished and you've got to skip for another one and i think there's an inherent um it's like it's a weird discrepancy, right? So like in ch- in solo chambers, right? If you mess up a CM, you just reset, right? Your team messes up a top, you just reset a top. And now, right, with TOA, you can do the same exact thing. So in all other like high pieces of content, right, or high level pieces of content, you have this reset ability, and you're I mean, there's no real punishment, right, except your time. But the the big pro is that you're able to just get right back into that piece of content. So I think that's why like turtle skipping is such a big turnoff for a lot of people. It's not even like the fact that there's no real reward from Inferno, right? Because all you get is some Tokel, which might one day get you some get you some uncut onyxes, right? But outside of that, I mean, there really is no reward. So why would anyone who wants to play the game maybe to make money, right? Why would they ever do Inferno? Um, so I think there's a huge problem uh, with turtle skipping right now, where too many people um, are really wasting the time, you know, killing bears and banshees. Like on my hardcore, for example, I've killed so many uh, banshees on my main that now I just absolutely refuse to, to kill another banshee that I don't have to. <laughs> so on the hardcore, I have banshees blocked instead of like an actual Turial monster that, you know, or a, and like an actual Slayer monster that maybe isn't that bad, but I just can't stand that run. Um, but I think, I mean, there are some obvious ways that they could just prevent that so you could still keep your grandmaster rewards right which would still be amazing but if you've already got like you know maybe a 1kc barrier or maybe not 1kc barrier but a 5kc barrier if you have 5kc then you're more than like you can just basically enter in the caves on slayer mode with zero like zero chance at pet right zero chance at slayer xp but you get the effects so that would 
I mean, quite literally just get rid of pretty much the whole problem. I don't think anyone likes tutorial skip anyways. And if you do, you're probably just Shawnee. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's where my head's at. I feel like it's a really easy fix. Uh, but I think, you know, change is always a slow thing. And, mm-hmm. and I guess especially in gaming and especially in, in this game where things are sort of set in stone. Um, but hopefully the hopefully Jag guys can take a look at it and try to try to help um tr- i guess try to help alleviate that problem but i wanted to go back real quick to what hemis was speaking on before and yeah. what you were talking about so i think like one thing that i have noticed that is so true that no one really tells you when you start streaming is if you feel like you need to do x amount in order to meet some like criteria right so whether it's like oh i need to stream four times this week in order to meet some sort of threshold that i'm setting for myself i think it's important to be realistic right so like the way i think about it is like feasibility and you have to figure out "Hmm, is streaming going to be profitable for me to sustain it if my intention is to be a full-time content creator because the truth is especially in this game that's just not going to be the case and there's nothing wrong with it like not being the like it's just not working out, but I think if you're real about it in the beginning, then you're gonna there's like I don't know, you're like setting yourself up for less disappointment. And I feel like being real and being honest with yourself is incredibly important. And maybe not a lot of people do that, um, before they start. So, you know, a lot of people burn out like myself. I found myself like trying to look at my Twitch stats and notice like when people would like pop into my channel. And then I would refuse to go live, like, unless I knew people would be in my channel, right? And I think I let that happen once or twice, and I was like, this is ass. This is just not not fun for me, and it's not going to be fun for anybody else, right? I'm sure you can immediately tell when the streamer is actually not having a good time, right? And that's not going to make anyone want to stick around. So I think streaming is one of those things where you have to, you have to be real, and you have to be um, honest with yourself if it's actually going to work out or not. But that's it. But yeah, turtle skipping sucks. So yeah, one of the uh, <clears throat> no, you're right on the whole content creation side. I think like just setting your expectations and just realizing like there's a lot of people going for you know trying to be a full time content creator, and there's just not enough of like an audience <laughs> to make that happen, make that dream happen. But in regards to turtle skipping, I thought what this is my own opinion this is someone who does not run inferno speeds so first of all i actually think your suggestion of just letting you run a task that feels like it's like have all the bonuses but not get any slayer xp is completely fine um one of my other suggestions because i know they i know jagex proposed a couple years back like boss slayer which was extremely busted and would just make you feel like you're trolling if you're not doing everything and any anything and everything on task so i was just thinking what what would be cool is maybe just have a point unlock that's high like i don't know a thousand or two thousand points that's just double boss tasks or double even just like the tazar task like just have like a, a thing where all of a sudden your tutorial time is cut in half just instantaneously with just one thing so I don't know. I just feel like something as simple as that would really just tone down the uh, just obnoxiousness of running Turiel all day just to get a couple tasks. Like seriously, just slashing that time sure. in half, I think, would just be phenomenal. 
I mean, I like, so going back to, I mean, our first conversation, right? I would, I, what's, I don't remember the name of the task, right? But it gets you like that storage, right? So you get a store task. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would literally like, oh man, I would wake up in the morning and my morning at that time was like 2 p.m. I'd wake up and I would get two Zuck tasks and then I'd be like, okay, now I'm locked and loaded for stream. But like, I feel like I shouldn't have to do that, you know? So I think any step in that direction would be positive and would definitely build on more momentum, you know? Because the thing is, like, the, the Inferno speedrunning community is truly small. So when you think about all the people that, like, let's say there are 100 people, right? And that's the entire population of everybody that plays this game. Maybe one or two of them actually speedrun Inferno, right? And then maybe of those one or two, maybe only one of them is actually trying to, like, you know, not, not actually good. That's not what I mean. Well, okay, I guess that's what I mean. <laughs> But, like, they're actually good enough to, like, compete for a top spot, right? Yeah, like a yeah. top 10 spot. And then it's like, why would Jagex ever fix that, you know? But maybe it's, like, something as simple as just, like, setting a right-click, you know, on on the, uh, I guess, on the entrance into Inferno to, to kind of, you know, maybe help solve that. But, I mean, even your thing is, like, I have no problem if I need to, like, boost 2,000 points. My biggest thing is I hate that I have to, like, get 50 points to store it, right? So I don't want to have to, like have extra points in order to i guess get the six zuck test so to speak yeah yeah but i mean hey that'd be kind of nuts though with the task storage you could just have 12 i'd be lined up for like two months considering i don't go live anymore yeah so but. so i've actually never used the task storage i unlocked it but i haven't used it is that's just you can only hold one correct well, so you can hold one task. So if you have grandmasters, right, that's just going to be a set of tasks. So you can have like six total. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is really nice. So but, what if they were to yeah. make it so you could actually hold more than just one task? What if you could hold up to like three or something? So you actually could have just twelve zucks locked and loaded. I think if, I think if you don't need <clears throat> points for that, I would say I'm probably all for it. Because like I think the worst part is like. Not only do you want me to material skip, you want me to boost, and it's like, oh my god, I'm just crying inside, you know? Yeah, but, that's, a, that's a little annoying. Yeah, that is kind of silly, actually, that it, it costs to hold a task. Yeah, I'm like, I spent a thousand points for this? Like, come on, man. Crazy, yeah. too, because that's literally, like, you would think, that's a really fucking bad flaw. Like, I don't know who thought of that, like, even when they first came <laughs> out with it. Like, I remember thinking and looking at it, and I was like, you want me to pay a thousand points, right? Like this is a thousand fucking Slayer points. I'm already 99 Slayer. That's a lot of points. And then you want me to pay 50 perpetually every time I want to store it again? I was like, okay. Yeah. So that's, to me, that was a fucking terrible idea right off the start, right? But then that's not even the worst. Well, it is the worst part, but here's <laughs> another <know> shit <laughs> part, which is crazy. Because it's just a good task storage. How many shit parts could there be? But, like, it doesn't swap out your task is the thing, right? So it's like you have to have no task in order to actually... In order to claim your task, It doesn't. It, you can't just swap them out. You have to physically complete your task before you, do, before you can take it out. So a lot of times it's like, okay, well, uh, let's say I wipe... And I want to go pick up another task, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Steve, and then normally I would like to check if I get the back to back, right? Because you know maybe I get the back to back. Oh, but I can't because if I get a task from Steve, I can't take my other task out. 
So I have to fucking sit here. And the, it, yeah. yeah, you have or to gamble chan- with like more turtle skipping. Yeah, it's like chance it or or not. And it's, uh, but but I do I do want to say for like for anybody that is like brand new to Inferno or trying to or like considering speedrunning, I would say and Hemi's I mean, you can I mean just let me know if you think I'm just bullshitting, but I think it's pre major, it's pretty much the same DPS off task as it is on task so if you want to get good at inferno and you have the money for it or you've done a lot of toa i would 100 percent consider that um as an option just going in off task and kind of messing around and trying to get the concepts down because getting the concepts down will not require you to have a task and at the end of the day that's how you'll get faster yeah and there there are people that compete for i mean it's definitely not as fun or as competitive i don't think but there are people that compete for the off task world record as well uh in inferno which yeah just seems hey, awful I, I, I ain't gonna lie that sounds awful <laughs> it does it does we, Anything we would have to we, yeah. we would have to revoke their uh inferno speedrunning membership <laughs> if, uh, I yeah uh, uh, scotty is fucking insane for running that because i'm I mean, Jimmy said uh, it's it's not that bad of a loss before Mage, but I uh, to me that's that's cap. Uh, that is that is kind of bullshit, and I'm not gonna lie. Like, cause... well, I think I think the better you or I, want, I don't want to say the better you are, but the more time you spend in Inferno, absolutely, it's like not oh, going oh, to yeah. be the same experience. But I mean, if you're just a shitter, you know, and I'm saying that yeah. the best way possible because I definitely I'm was a shitter. at some point. Yeah. Exactly. You know, Sebe, if you wanted to, bro, you could just, just send it off task and just try to get better and get the mechanics down. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, I think, don't get me wrong, I'd never send it off task in my entire life now. But <laughs> if I was just starting, I think that was, like, some of the best advice I got, especially with only one task that, hey, like, if you want to maximize your, your tasks, just spend a little time to try to get down a few concepts and a few basic solves. So you, when you do have a task, you're prepared, you're ready to go. And it's not going to be an issue. So this is one thing I actually, I've heard from a few people kind of asking, and I'm curious myself because I've never gotten into it. Is Inferno speedrunning as addictive as you Inferno speedrunners make it out to be? Like, is it actually that amazing? I mean, yeah, look, so uh, yes, 100%. And I think uh, it was, I think there's like a, there's kind of a saying or, but I don't really remember the saying. So I'll just go with like, an idea basically you progress through chambers right as like a pvmer whether you're on an iron or whether you're on a main and then eventually what happens is you decide to do chambers you love chambers and then you do inferno and then it's over for you because then you're like well i don't want to do anything other than inferno so i think it really is addicting in the sense that um it's it's a high skill it's a very high skill event and especially now where We've seen like an evolution from a six brute ancient setup with Ring of the Gods, right? To bringing in melee weapons, to now bringing in Thals with spellbook swap. Now not yet, now now not even having spellbook <laughs> swap to, to kind of heal in the late yeah. wave. So it really is like it, it is masterful uh, to complete an Inferno without those, without those. Uh, not, I'm not gonna say crutches, but those really nice. Um, perks quality of life being on ancients and things like that yeah quality of life so i i think it's very addicting because i mean oh man when you play well and you fucking know it it feels fantastic and i'm not saying like uh, it's a high but i definitely know when i play good and i know when i play bad and it's frustrating when i play like shit and it feels great when i play well 
Um, so I guess you could say, yeah, it sounds like addiction to me. Yeah. What about you, Hamid? That's, you touched on some really good points there. So, I mean, I think I've been kind of an odd one out when it comes to Inferno speedrun. Because, like, uh, there's definitely a lot of people who have the uh, the super addicting experience of, like... So, like, CBET's a great example. I'm sure we're going to talk about him a <laughs> few times during this. But, like, CBET, the, oftentimes I'll literally hear him say, like, there's nothing else fun in the game anymore for me. Like, I only do Inferno speedrunning because it's the only fun thing in the game. And I was like... Damn. I, I never... Yeah, I was like, that's hold on, you know, like that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that far, right? Like I, because for me, Inferno speedrunning kind of, like it was nice. It started because um, I saw Addy's video called "I Locked Myself in the Inferno for like thirty days," and it was a compilation of like some of his best solves at the time, and like blew my mind. I was like, holy shit! Like that'd be cool if I could do it, right? So. Uh, you know i tried my hand at it i could do a little bit of it but when i got good i was like okay like you know yeah nice i can do that now uh, but i never thought of it as like this is the only fun content in the game for me or like yeah i was i was not as addicted as um a lot of people but the thing is that phenomenon is is real you know like i mean we were talking about idex earlier we literally he literally just started recently, and he's hooked. Like, even though he mauls 24-7, I think he... I've never seen this guy actually get angry at this game. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, every time I pop into his stream now, he'll, he'll be on wave six. He's, like, banging <laughs> his table. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, this, I'd never see you mad. You're mad on wave six? He's like, or like, he he's, he's like, I haven't PB'd in four days i was like bro you better join the club man because i am pb in four months what are you talking about like this kid is crazy but like there's tons of people who who really are getting super addicted like i'm even seeing like uh i uh saw the bonbon like uh, i mean i don't know if you guys have seen one of her her original inferno clips but it's it's a pretty crazy clip where she tanks like 30 hits yeah i Even always she, remember that dude yeah it was that's one wild fucking clip and she came up to me and she's like yeah like i i want to try learning for like the grandmaster time now and she's like having the time of her life doing she's like sending me clips of stuff and i was like i was like oh my god like you know every, people are trying it and people that i didn't expect would really enjoy it and you know they're all doing tutorial too they have to fucking do all this tutorial as a trade-off like for me it's just it's a whole lot of wiping a whole lot of practice and and tough times and shit not going the way you know it's a steep learning curve and and these people are like trying it and they're like fuck it i love this you know like i'm super addicted this is like all i'm sending right now i was like wow you know like it i didn't get that experience but i i was I, I am pleasantly surprised to see that people um, people are considering it to be that fun and that addictive. But in in my perspective, uh, I mean, I say I don't, you know, I wasn't addicted to it, and I wasn't. But most of why I potted was just because, God, I, I just said potted, unironically. But uh, yeah, wow. As long as you don't yeah, say it in an an actual real life setting, then you're good. Yeah, this yeah, is still yeah. A I'm praying context. to God, dude. I'm yeah. praying to God. <laughs> 
but um, you're gonna think you're a pothead just like totally like yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> potting going to the grocery store yeah this Honestly, guy said he's fucking sick i doubt it you know uh, that's that's fucking if they think i'm a pothead that that's better than fucking thinking i'm just playing RuneScape <laughs> so much that i unironically said potted dude but you don't you uh, guys have never slipped out like a like a twitch emote in real life have you oh i've Oh, hundred percent. Have you? Do you have, uh, you have an actual example of it? Though. Yeah. Okay. So I fucking said pog like an absolute <laughs> moron, and like I, the sad part was I wasn't even fucking thinking about it. Like I, I didn't even like catch myself until like a literal two seconds after, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just do?" And my friend was like, "Oh, what does that mean?" And I was like, "Hmm." Yeah. I just say I miss, like I misspoke. That's really. <laughs> yeah. It was. Oh uh... my god. Yeah, like, just yeah, deny was... you ever said it like i never i didn't say that what <laughs> yeah, listening to this brandon just fuck off you know? <laughs> like, you didn't hear that's funny but if uh well we were talking about oh yeah yeah uh in terms of the the addiction thing that i i mostly continued with it just because there would be like a new a new time threshold and i would look at it and i'd just be like i can do that and then I wouldn't stop until I did it. But it wasn't it wasn't out of like, oh my god, this is the most fun thing in the game for me. It was mostly just like, oh well, I know I can do this. And I'm gonna do it. Yeah. So yeah, in, in that case it was it was uh But you know, if other people are having like better experiences with enjoyment for it, like I'm I can only be happy for that, right? Like you know, if they're enjoying the game, it's like well, that's what the game's for, right? So yep. That's, it's easy to forget as well that the game is supposed to be fun. Oh, yeah. So, what, uh, this is going to be a question. I think this is also, like, vaguely asked on the Twitter thread, but I want to ask you guys, who is the greatest Inferno speedrunner currently? Ooh. I you mean, <laughs> fuck. I've got some thoughts. Okay. So, I think overall right now, I think it really is undeniable to uh to kind of dispute rasta i mean really no one's simply getting a faster time now are there reasons for that of course but i think you have to give credit where credit's due and as much as at least i'm him uh, and i think other people do uh, he is he does have the best time right he does have the world record right now and i think when it when it comes to people who are in form he's absolutely in form but I think if you're given one task, I think there are at least five people right now that could compete for that top spot or that fastest spot. Um, and I think Hemi's, you might agree with me as well. But I mean, one of the one of the goats, in my opinion, uh, is probably Jolanit, and I think he really set the set a real standard for like the last two years of speedrunning for Inferno. Um, like, I, I mean, I, I can't even think of anybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to that, to add to that, like, there's so many ways to sort of uh, approach the question. So, because, so the way I see it in my head, um, Jolanine, so Rasta's, Rasta feels like the guy who's just grinded it out through sheer hard work, you know, just, I'm going to keep doing it, right? Because, in, in terms of, like, innate talent, like, don't get me wrong, he's phenomenal PVMer, he, he's incredibly consistent and has great clicks, but um, 
like at the start so like even it's it's a very it's very easy to see uh his level of improvement actually so if for people who are particularly experienced at like speedrunning inferno uh i know for the regular viewer it's very hard to see but like even when he had wreck six months ago compared to like when he had wreck now it's mm-hmm. completely different ball game like because at the start he was like he was grinding it harder than other people and i think uh a lot of people have probably talked about that but like some people would always tell him you know like uh you know you have you have this because you're sending more and you know i mean he even understood that was true because sometimes he had so- like six months ago i could watch him and i could be like oh yeah but like this solve isn't really you know it's not optimal by any means but he's just so consistent that he can make up for it and you know he he's really enjoying it so he's sending a lot of tasks it's natural that he'd get the wreck but uh his solves weren't like super on point at that and then over the course of the months like right now um i mean i don't want to fucking down weird ego but like i think i i have some of the best like analytical solves in the inferno speedrunning community and now i look at rasta's solves and i'm like yeah like he's doing very very close to perfect for a large um, like most waves i mean we're gonna bar like misclicks and you know because like that's that's not a that's not an intentional fuck up, right? That's just like it kind of fucking happened. And he can adapt to that like extremely well, which is so it's like the level of which he's I think a lot of people just see like, oh, he's had the wreck for like I don't even know how long, probably like six months, eight months, a year, whatever it is. Um, but I I don't think uh as many people are aware of the the fact that he's always been improving and if you were to ask that question like six months ago, I think uh, Neen, Neen would pretty much be unanimous because like, I don't I don't think people would really be exposed to how Neen plays, but if I'm going to compare them, like Rasta is, Rasta's developed his solving through, you know, just hard work and tenacity of running like I don't know. I don't even want to count how many runs, right? A shit ton of runs. So he's just gotten better through that. But Neen has that like innate talent to just understand and play so clean is one way to describe it. Like there's if he makes a mistake, it's corrected. If it's like mm-hmm. everything is is mechanical. He doesn't have these crazy clicks so that he can do like so I've seen Rasta do like a fucking six-way scythe plus claw the other day i was like okay look this is something literally only rasta man can do and save time with because it was fucking i was like what the fuck dude like that's crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah the i was like oh yeah, my god the precision is fucking crazy. yeah and to still play at such a high level because like i think there's some people who can handle that level of switching i don't think they're gonna be able to save time with it though because the the precision, the consistency, and that absolute, um, you know, the the ability to maintain your mental composure and maintain your solves when you have to when you have less time, basically, because you know, when you're doing seven way switches into clawing, right? It's like you don't have as much time to think. You're sitting there staring 
at your inventory because you got to do the switches then you got to manage your prayer better because you're down like three extra sand views so you have to flick like an absolute motherfucker for the whole for the whole run right he's the only one that i think can actually run that seven way switch or whatever the hell it is and save time with it but so he's got those play, crazy uh, i'm gonna play devil's advocate here so one i will say i think he's like probably one of the fastest learners that i've ever seen uh yeah do you remember when like the tail ended when Addy Khan like took a break and decided to go back into Inferno? I think that is when that's when I first started noticing that Rasta was like in Addy streams. So I think at that point everybody was watching Addy, whether it was to flame him or whether it was to like actually you know try to learn something. But I I think so. You, you, like I said, you can't discredit the effort that he's put in. I mean, yeah, it's obviously it's frustrating, right? Like if you're like me and you live in the middle of fucking nowhere and your internet's shit unless it's at night, it's frustrating to see like, oh, this guy can just send all day, you know? Like fuck, maybe I should fucking move, you know? Into his fucking <laughs> moving to but, move uh, for now. Yeah, yeah, but then you know, and then you're like, <laughs> then you're like, what the fuck did I just say? Like I'm not fucking moving for this shitty ass game. <laughs> Uh, but those are but like, true, those like though, real, yeah. yeah. But like those are real thoughts that you have, and you're like, okay, that's a really dumb thought. Like I'm just never gonna think like that again. But I would say, although he has some of the best, I think he has the best clicks out of Inferno streamers. I don't that's, think he has. I can't say that he has the best out of, of everyone running. that's running right now. Because yeah. when I'm thinking of people who like who I see that click so well. One, I mean, even you, Hemis, I think you click excellent. But, like, people that come to mind are, like, Cancer, who used to have Wreck. Uh, Croft, who doesn't run anymore, unfortunately. And, like, Meezy and MCU, like, all those guys, in my opinion, they compete uh, with 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 Rasta in terms of clicks. But I'd have to agree, in terms of streamers, I don't think there's anyone better. Sorry, Seabet. Seabet's <laughs> <laughs> the fucking main one. Um... To, to add to that, I, I will say, yeah, there's there's probably some degree. So the, the name I had in mind was uh, MCU. I know MCU has some fucking disgusting clicks. Nasty. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, cancer, I, I just don't see him. I just don't see him run, which is why. Because, you know, he, he used to not yeah. stream very much. So I haven't seen his clicks too much, but that, that's very possible. Cro Croft, I just didn't mention because Croft just... He's, he's on like a Sigma grind bro. He's like fucking millionaire <laughs> yeah. at the age of nineteen. Yeah, actually a millionaire. Actually has more wealth than me. You know, it's just yeah, insane. It's, it's, it's fair but, enough. But. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I mean, you can't discount. Like Ross had what CM Rec before he started potting Inferno. Um, I think he was pretty well. May just been like CMs and regulars, but I only knew like him as like a as as like a Chambers prod, right? But it's cool to see him like to go into what I think is one of the hardest places to get good at in the game. And I think what is rewarding for like any viewer that's considering or anyone that's listening to consider is if you get good at Inferno, it translates pretty much everywhere else in the game, except maybe like, well, depending on what skilling method you like, um, <laughs> it may translate there too, but that's like a really that real would. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you get good at Inferno, like, yeah, you may have no idea what's going on in, like, Max F Top, but because you click well, like, your Nihilus are better, right? Just automatically. Then you start to learn the waves, start to gain more knowledge, and it becomes a lot easier. Um, but, yeah, I guess I'm, I'm, it's a good place. I mean, I, I, I get the point, but uh, I'm just going to say Stooge, dude. Like, <laughs> fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. bullshit. <laughs> 
Well, if Steve would use anti anti drag, I think he would probably be like top five player of all time. Yeah, oh I'm my not God. even kidding. Sebe, are are you? Uh, should I call you Sebe? Or, or yeah, Sebe? you can call me Sebe. Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, uh, are you able to like p keep a streamable in the in the description? Like I want. I if you if you want to link it right now, I can actually just pull it up for the YouTube oh, audience. Oh yeah, I'll just dude, mute it. Like you better believe. Yeah, you should probably mute block. anything that comes no, out of his mouth. I won't. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I'll send him the pog tanking clip because the pog tanking. Clip oh, is that one is so some good. Crazy shit, but. Yeah, I'll show I'll show it for the for the YouTube viewers. Yeah, Sorry for all those Spotify listeners. Yeah, you might have to up the volume on that. At least. <laughs> I think it's boat dinking time. Wait, so what what's happening here? He's he's he instant they're they're doing I think hardwood or something and and he, Stooge is tanking and he instantly goes like I think it's pug tanking time. He he instantly runs into a purple and gets melee. Oh, I see. So he, he's not the one that's in... Oh, I see. He's the one that got yeah, hit by yeah, the purple yeah. and then died to a melee. <laughs> <laughs> and he does something like that without fail every hour on the hour. It's like so funny. Dude, it, yeah. what's funny is like this just kind of reminded me of Adwam where he was... Ab I mean, he's still totally amazing at inferno but i remember he was first stepping into tob and i remember him even saying like that seven tick verzig cycle threw him off so fucking bad yeah so you know you can get really really good at something that doesn't automatically mean you're going to be amazing initially at every other piece of content you got to work for it you got to work for oh it. yeah a hundred percent it'll give you some base fundamentals but you know like you're not you're not going to be phenomenal at a lot of these a lot of these more complex pvm situations or or anything really you know uh you, you gotta know the rules you can't just go in and not have it like yeah i think uh like pking to another example like you, you know is you'll have the clicks but like if you don't have some of that muscle memory to like one tick barrage or something yeah yep. you'll be cursed okay so just to finalize this topic 9900 or afzal fan asks who's better neen or rasta be honest guys no sugar coating Ooh, you can only I say mean, one name. You can only say one name. With a gun to my head? Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I gotta go Neen. I'm just an old school guy. I yeah. fucking hate the transition from Ancients to Thralls. And when you think about that era where people really started gaining interest, and I mean, for example, like Addy Khan started gaining interest when, you know, he was a sub-65 shitter, right? Um I think what really galvanized and inspired him to get better was watching runs of people like Jolanine. Um, but I think if you ask me that question in a year from now, I think I think my answer might change. But I think right now it's it's still got to be Neen. What about um, you, Hemis? On my end, I mean, I know we were supposed to finalize it, but damn, fuck, it's <laughs> it's it's a hard one, you know. Because the thing is, um, Neen, if we if we want to talk. Uh, Figuratively speaking, like Neen is the goat. He is. He has the legacy. He's literally. Uh, he's just dominated across such an expansive period of time that it's like uh, his legacy is is better. And he's also personally, I think he has uh, more innate talent for it because of that 
like i think i've i've never had a problem with like neat sometimes like when i was starting out neen was just like fucking teaching me shit by watching his runs you know he's he's fucking hella clean right so i think he has he's got the he's got that knowledge down and um i think and he also uh jimmy you might know because I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on this but didn't he have the um because the thing with neen is he he doesn't send a lot like he'll fucking send for like one month mm-hmm. disappear yeah. off the face of the planet for like six to, to six to like 18 months so but i think uh when he was running for the speed run cup or something he had like a 38 30 entry was that i don't know if that was wreck or not right but, like, i mean he's yeah it's hold on i'm, I'm gonna put it, it was something absolutely fucking like <laughs> he came back for a month and got like one of the fastest times that i think the fastest time that we've ever seen into zuck uh yeah. he didn't get to live on it so that's why it wasn't wreck but it's like that makes it super hard because it's like if he can come back at any time like we don't know what would happen if he i have absolutely no clue what would happen if he just fucking grinded for i think well, yeah yeah i mean i totally agree with you like that picture i put in in our in, in the chat yeah, is like it basically like the caption was addy con after sending 500 runs and then it was like joe lenine uh oh, yeah. <laughs> getting wrecked and it was just a picture of that monkey looking out in space just like yeah this is just light work for me <laughs> but i mean that that kind of epitomizes like is how inferno is for for him i mean he really doesn't have to think it's just very automatic for him uh in terms of like just dominating um and like but like you said i mean today if you take the best runner i mean i think it has to be rasta especially in terms of people who stream um and it is hard to gauge people who don't stream right i mean i could see your splits but if you're three-shotting every major i'm just never gonna know if you're actually good or is it your weapons or what it is but um I still think, like, right now, in terms of form, I think it's undoubtedly Rasta. But if it was one run and, like, Jolene decided to pot, I mean, ah, I don't know, man. I put, yeah. I put my money. I put my money on Jolene. Okay. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, we can we can divide it up like that. So, like, it, uh, short term right now, uh, we, we give it to Rasta. And I think um, if we want to talk, like, a in form or like with specific uh circumstances like one run or you know like x amount of practice runs etc or like this much time to like equalize getting back into form i i think we give it to neem there uh, it's just a shame because he's not um you know obviously he, he doesn't stream so it's a lot harder to see his runs it's a lot harder to like you you gotta it, he's he's not as public about it so yeah okay so there there are definitely are people listening that are probably going to be curious what even are these times so i just want to say just for people unaware so rasta man aka scotty he changed his twitch name to scotty but uh, i had him on the cast about a year ago as rasta man <clears throat> he just recently broke his own world record which is now 4105 now of course there is rng in every run obviously that's just what runescape is at the end of the day um do you guys know what Jolanine's best ever time was? Oh, boy. Yeah, it's 41-something. Yeah, I know he has a 41. He, I think he has... He got... When we were running in the speedrun cup, I know 
he <laughs> he fucking floored me with a 4158 <laughs> i was like oh god <laughs> and i think he had a i think he had another one in the same tur- yeah he did he did he had another one in the same tournament but i don't know if it was his pb so a bare minimum he has a 4158 but i don't know if I don't. I, I, I think tell he you. has a. I think his. I just looked up his YouTube. So six months ago, he got a forty-two oh nine, and when you think about it, it's what six like fifty-four ago. seconds slower than the current time that Rasta got. So it's just crazy to put all that into perspective. Like when he, um, when he, like when 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 Neen runs, he's like so quick to get into form. But when it's something new to learn, like Rasta learns it so well. So it's like it's kind of cool. You've got like two different player profiles going mm-hmm. at it. And just for context as well, what are your guys' best times at Inferno? Mine is a uh, 4236 uh, recently during the uh, Speedrun Cup. I am fucking washed. I have a 4359 from like six or seven months ago. And I have a 63 uh, something. <laughs> Is that faster than its will? Because I know you you had a little hey, on its will in your series. Hey, I I know it's it's will. Sixty three oh three. That's oh, mine. That's mine. Faster than me. God damn it. Sixty three. Um, I think I tied its will, uh, but I checked the the tick calculation, so it's possible I am faster. But I, I don't know. <laughs> hey, well, I like its will, man. <laughs> if if we're gauging by like time, I mean, I got this time like two years ago so technically i should probably be around like the 40 like or like low 40s at this point right yeah i mean honestly it might be a wreck I, know, th- like... I think if you sent a run you'd probably get like under an hour for sure i mean the new gear is just disgusting it really i don't know how hemis feels but it feels like my blowpipe actually hits you know um although sometimes it doesn't feel like that but the new, like the the TOA armors, the the, the Zerite van braces, it really just, it's extremely powerful. Yeah, it's a good thing. It's probably a good thing now, like looking uh, with hindsight that the blowpipe did get nerfed. Can you imagine like pre-nerf blowpipe with today's gear? <laughs> Jesus, I might oh, be man. a full-time streamer if that was the case. <laughs> <laughs> That, I mean, like that that blowpipe was so much better. Like we would actually be seeing like thirty eights, thirty nines, probably easily. Yeah, I mean, I think like it was just nuts, you know. Like the not only was I think there was like a big max hit drop off, but just the accuracy, I think too. Um, and it would just shred. It would just shred. And I, I do miss it. Rest in peace, OG. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, <laughs> OG blowpipe. Yeah, uh, the thirty-eight, thirty-nine, the thirty-eight or thirty-nine minute thing. It's like it might sound a little ambitious looking at the thing right now, but the I think a lot of things that people don't take into account is uh, when you're killing, when you get a raw DPS boost, that makes the content. So it's yeah, it gets faster, but it also becomes easier. Yeah, and when it becomes easier, it also opens up the playing field to exponentially more players right and that makes more competition and that makes people adapt Mm -hmm. and learn significantly quicker so it's like we really like i don't even know what time we could get but i think 38 or like 39 would be kind of like on the lower end of it because it's like we'd probably have so many more runners because people would be getting a lot faster times and shit so there would yeah it it's insane but i the, the main thing too is it just 
fucking pissing me off because they nerfed that because they're like, yo, like we really made a mistake with the blowpipe. You know, it it was too strong, and then we waited too long to fix it, and then they like instantly dropped the fang, and then it was like the exact same shit. Or like, what what are the I don't know, that that fucking pissing me off. Like they just instantly come out and they're like, yo, this one item too good at too many places, too strong all over the place, beating everything out. We we don't have any uh, you know, we just don't have a. Uh, we don't have any leeway to drop anything better in the future. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, you learned your mistake, Jagex. And then instantly, fucking Fang, Light Bear, most common items from the new raid that oh. everybody can do. And now it's like, we're one year in, the Light Bear is one mil. And the fucking Fang is like 30. I was like, oh, bro. Well, I the... thought we just went over this. Like, Well, the main problem is just, I mean... It's so accessible and yeah. I'm not, this is, this has nothing to do with like trying to gatekeep people's fun. I actually think overall it was a big time net positive for TOA to be released because it's gotten a lot of people into yeah. PVM and it's just, it's shown people like, oh, okay, I can actually do raids. You know, I can actually like, here's the step-by-step process into getting a little bit better. I can now practice top, I can practice chambers. I have the confidence to go into Inferno probably. But the problem is, is when you make the supposedly quote unquote end game content with all the best in slot uniques that are coming out, and then you allow every single player to access that content from day one, it's just like, clearly these prices are not going to be high. They're not going to remain high, Mm -hmm. which I think is just the biggest problem. Because one thing I don't want to see, and um, this is just my fear for like content coming out is like I, I we shouldn't be catering everything just to the economy like just what prices are going to be so people are thinking like wow well we should have made fang like five times as rare or something or light barrel five times as rare. i don't really think that's the way you should go it's just balancing the content to make it more difficult and not have it accessible to every single person on release i think that's, yeah, that's really weird. the key because if 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 every single drop at toa was just like three times as rare that that just is less fun it's just like god damn it this is this place feels <laughs> awful now chambers it's like uh yeah and that's what? one of my other concerns with um oh, well here let me actually just ask your guys's thoughts on the proposed solution for tob scout or sorry cock scouting so what for those listening um and for those maybe unaware jagex proposed something it's not completely set in stone yet. Uh, there is discussion going around in social media, but basically, Jagex wants to allow a five hundred thousand GP fee to fully customize a raid. Now you do still have to have three combat and two puzzle rooms, um, so it's, you can't just have one room and then go into Ulm. But basically, it's fully customizable. But you need to pay a half mil per raid. And uh, my well, I'll let you guys you know share your thoughts and then i'll share what you guys probably already heard from me on twitter yeah, uh, jimmy you got your thoughts collected on it because i'm not gonna lie i i remember <laughs> reading that and i was like well that's good. a lot to um, read yeah. and i i don't care enough anymore but i i did take a look at it so uh you could go ahead first so, so again i took i took i also took a brief look um but i think I think it's fine, and here's why. So, if you're a main, I'm not gonna lie, money shouldn't be a fucking problem. 
And if you're doing fucking chambers as a main, like solo chambers, and you're not going for wreck and you're just doing it for fun, even even more so then, it just shouldn't be an issue to cough up 500k for a raid, right? But I think if you look at the totality of the player base and considering there is a fraction that's significant that is like Iron Man, right? Where GP isn't exactly the easiest thing to get, right? You can't just sell off your dupes to the GE. That's not how it works. I mean, I think that the customizability could maybe uh, scale in price. So if you want something that's fully customizable, it can be 500K, right? But let's just say you want one specific layout. You don't really care which order the rooms are or which what the rooms are, but you know you just want a five room. You know you want it and it's 100K I don't or 200K. I don't think people are really going to bat an eye at that right um and i think that's i think the changes in and of itself are a good concept um i think people just spend way too much time scouting you know and it's just like Mm -hmm. man i just want to get in there and and get it done and and do it but you also don't want to lose uh the i guess the uniqueness of every room in chambers right so maybe you'll never run ice demon unless it's in a unless it's in a cm and I'm not saying that would suck for you, but that may suck for the game in general uh, if everybody just fucking hates Ice Demon and no one, no one appreciates you know a good surge. So so uh, let me just push back real quick. Sure. Why why is it important? Well, here I'm gonna just give a hypothetical and then I'm gonna share why I think it's completely just an invalid point or just not invalid, but like there's a there's a different solution entirely to this problem. So. People, and I had arguments on Twitter saying, like, no, like, there's something special about the uniqueness of chambers and how, like, every room needs to be done occasionally. Even though the vast majority of people will literally always skip vanguards or always skip whatever their most hated room is in chambers and just literally never do it if they're running normal cocks. And there really hasn't been a problem with that. Like, people just want to do what they want to do. So my concern is... Jagex is my biggest concern is that scouting is still in the game after over six years and scouting is just inherently bad game design it's just dog shit and we should entirely remove it and the only way to entirely remove it is to have zero fee for fully customizable raids because as soon as there's any fee people will not pay it and your the scouting will still be a recurring theme where it's just like I don't want to pay this fee I mean even if even if they were to drop the fee to 50k, well, at that point, why even have the fee in the first place? But if yeah. you make it somewhere like in the 200k, like there's still going to be the average Joe, which is the vast majority of people running chambers, that are still not going to want to pay that. And so scouting is going to continually be a thing. And the only way to fully get rid of that is to allow you to just go to the board, select exactly what you want, and fucking run the raid. And if people and if people's concern is that the uniqueness and the randomization of chambers is so charming, which I disagree with in the first place. But even if people, you know, if, if I somehow conceded to that, that is an entirely separate issue that we need to address in and of itself. Like we need to look at Ice Demon. Ice Demon sucks. Not only is it bad points, but it's just unfun. It's just like, what the oh, hell yeah. is going on here? Same with yeah. thieving. It's just unfun. Like, this is stupid. So just fix the inherent problems that, like, everybody, nobody wants to run those rooms. So address those. But that is a completely separate issue. And we could right now make 
the customized, the fully customizable uh, raids completely free. And then later down the line, when Jagex has the time and the resources, which they clearly do, but like nothing's getting done, <laughs> just address those rooms. And that's a separate thing. And then you actually do have that variety where, like, hey, Ice Demon doesn't suck ass, and I could actually just run it in my raid because I want to do it. I mean, I honestly, that does not sound like a bad solution. I just, I think we may have reached a point of no return uh, where, like, people are just so used to, I'm not going to say, like, catered uh, catered updates, right? Maybe that's poor choice, but I think we've reached a point where people are so used to uh, having the ability to make their life easier, right? Whereas, like, when you think about, like, the OG RuneScape days, right? Like, shit, man, when I was, like, fucking, like, six, seven years old, I was just killing cows, you know, and just selling the cowhide, and I was just so happy and all that shit, and I was just super <laughs> copium-based. But, that's that, like, that's, that's not going to cut it today, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just not going to make that kind of money killing fucking cows, you know? Uh, but... <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of translates to, uh, to, like, Chambers, right, for example. Chambers was super popular, right? Tob was super popular. But all of those raids, they, they, they have a certain uniqueness to it. So I do agree, like, I think, I mean, yeah, Ice Demon fucking sucks, but let's make it so it's not shit, right? Like, uh, I think, like, what, the major use to, in Inferno, right when it came out, the major use to... Uh, drag into melee distance whenever it was reviving something, right? So, like, they didn't just, Jagus didn't just say, oh, deal with it, right? They, oh, they changed it. Now, granted, it was not six years after the release of Inferno, but I think the same principle can carry over. Um, but maybe you can pay, like, I don't know. I mean, scouting just fucking sucks. Just get... I remember scouting like almost a thousand on my iron, and I know you've done probably way fucking more than me. Yeah. No, I mean, and I just couldn't handle that. And I was like, "Fuck this shit. This is so stupid. I just want to raid, and I just want to send it." And, that you know, that is scouting Discord. That is such it's a just... that is such a based response. Is like just I just want to raid. Like I just want to yeah. fucking enter the raid and start playing already. And yeah. before I let Hemi's go, I know I'm going on another rant, but <laughs> like. Okay, the, with this update, by the way, I personally think all Iron Men, if this current proposal gets implemented, which would be a shame, and I think there's way better solutions, if it does get implemented, I wouldn't lose sleep over it, first of all. And I, I think Death's Coffer should be able to pay for these fees. Oh, yeah. I think that makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. The people that aren't against this, the people that are totally for this, will be the people that spend 500k every single raid to get a fully custom layout which is so dumb because they're the exact same people that are saying no the charm and the uniqueness of chambers needs to be maintained uh, over everything else so people need and they're the exact same people that will literally never do a randomized raid again because they're rich enough to just be like fuck that i'm gonna just send whatever yeah. i want that is so backwards and i just feel like people need to see that <laughs> like i if this update gets implemented, I will always do fully custom layouts. I will literally chuck all my uniques into Death's Coffer and enjoy the hell out of Chambers and spend the money. But for the average Joe, this isn't going to change shit because they, there's no way they're going to pay that fee every time. So the only way to fully get rid of the scouting problem is to make it completely free because that's deep down what everyone wants. They just want to have fun. They want to go in with the rooms they've selected. Now, there's still challenge mode, so you still eventually, for those noobs out there, you still need to eventually learn every room if your end goal is to get the kits and the dust and all that. 
but I really don't think that the charm and the uniqueness and the randomization is anything to be like worth having over just eliminating scouting entirely. Hemis, what are your thoughts? I think you touched on something really good there, which was um, the concept of, you know, uh, the people complaining about it or the people talking about this concept of, uh, you know, like, oh, it's it's so charming to not have to, uh, to have the randomness. Those guys really aren't going to be doing it. And uh, uh, I think we see that theme in a lot of different things where the people complaining about it are not the people suffering from it. And the people, uh, you know, the people that do suffer from it don't don't might not have as much of a say because maybe they're not, maybe they're newer players, maybe they, you know, they don't care about fucking RuneScape Twitter because they're newer players. It's like good on them, you know, like thank God, just get the fuck off RuneScape Twitter. But um, yeah, no, I I, I did think that was really good. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I think that's a you touched on a great point. With that, I I personally am just I used to I used to be I don't know I used to really want to care and like do a lot for the game and like try and like hope for like good updates and stuff. Now I, this is one of those updates that I when I said like I, I just kind of read it and was like oh yeah I, I really did just kind of start coasting and go like okay well that's it you know like this is I saw fucking people. Same thing with the star shit. Like everybody was getting getting into arguments and shit, and I was like, "Bro, like I, I'm not reading that." Like I was just fuck it. I was like, "Oh yeah, whatever." But the one thing that I did have to say about the uh, the new scouting changes is, you know, sc- scouting good, but they, from what I understood, they said that basically they're going. You can pick absolutely anything. So if I want a fucking if I want a shaman, tecton, uh, guardians room, like I don't think that's a possible layout right now, but it will be possible because uh, with the new scouting changes, where you can just pick anything you want, I, I don't, I don't like that. Uh, I think they should stick to you can pick anything out of what you can currently pick, right? Because otherwise, then we're we're t- we're we, we sort of have, I don't want to call it legacy. It's not legacy, but um, mm-hmm. we have six years of, you know, everybody, like, these. this is what's possible. This is what's runnable. And then now we're going to, uh, I, don't, I don't know, to wipe that all away. I, I don't, I want to make it clear that this isn't a problem with, like, you know, we, we don't want to change it. I think it's more, the problem isn't that it's changed. I think the problem is that it's, um they're throwing unnecessary complexity into a situation and that tends to produce unwanted consequences from you know whether or not someone's someone's going to find something and they're going to be like oh my god like this is aids now or like oh we have to change all this and like oh the records are you know like we're i don't think when we asked for so when we asked for scouting changes i don't think anyone was sitting here and saying hey we have to be able to pick any layout we want i think people just wanted to say like oh you know i i want a layout that we have right now i just don't want to have to fucking scout for it right yeah by throwing in this additional element of like okay so now you can pick you know whatever layout you want but we're also going to change like several other very variables and you can and now you're capable of doing um you know picking everything and now people are going to 
so like vtvs are i don't know maybe v- vtvs are probably still gonna be the best thing but like people are i don't know i think it's going to change a whole lot of metas and make things uh whenever they change several different variables i i think they're opening themselves up to things going wrong and uh if the way i see it if people didn't ask for that you know nobody nobody fucking asked for explicitly to pick every any you know to mix and match my raid i just wanted to you know not have to fucking scout for a vtb mm-hmm. right or like someone just wanted to not scout for their fucking overload raid right uh, i think you know just give people what they wanted and don't you know don't overcompensate sometimes if it's not necessary because i in the past i've seen like the, i don't even have to i can't even count the number of times that jagex is like oh shit like people are complaining about something and then they add one fix so they fix the problem and then they add like 15 other things and then everybody's fucking complaining about the other shit now and their pr goes down the shitter and then they also and well this is this might be projecting but i think that how they interpret it is like they asked for they asked for these changes we implemented these changes and we're still getting backlash okay and then they just start like undermining the 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 seriousness of some of our critiques because it's like well we got flamed anyway like clearly what you were flaming us for wasn't that important and it's like no no no, no. you just started adding different shit and then yeah, yeah no that's that, that they the do problem. have a track record of overcompensating however i actually don't think the overcompensation in this particular example is unwarranted i think it's totally fine i think the the fact that you can actually just set up any custom raid is going to be pretty nice and like you said earlier who knows but i still think a vtv is still going to be just the preferred run runnable raid i think it's just their overall like because they're using a legacy system with that if this were to be implemented they would rather just kind of overhaul the whole thing just to allow because there's going to have to be some engine work into just going mm-hmm. to the board and selecting a raid so i think the way they're doing it without just two wheels that are the you know the cycle of how, <laughs> yeah, how they go. Is, yeah, so I remember like on my iron, like I tried VTVs when I was going for the like, GM time, and all I remember was this sucks. Like, like just with my shit gear, like it just wasn't gonna cut it. But when I switched to like you know mud, like a mud guard vest rotation, I was like, I'm actually like cranking this, you know. And so whether it's RNG or not, I don't know, but I do agree. I mean, it does need some of that like unique feeling and if you're going to fully customize it maybe paying gp isn't the way to go and just make it free yeah that's i'm glad you guys are really open with this uh discussion that's nice to hear um yeah i just and we also have to think for maybe those listening that are maybe in disagreement like we gotta consider chambers have insanely rare purple rates that are pretty ancient at this point and inevitably throughout the next five ten years there's going to be more raids coming out so are we just going to make sure that nothing changes with chambers because it's this perfect like god made chambers absolutely perfect and never touch it again because like we we are going to come out with further raids that are going to devalue these chambers items so at this point i think it's almost totally fine like this is one of the arguments that i'm trying to 
kind of counter it is like an argument I've heard is that if you allow free customizable raids, the economy is going to get drastically affected. And like every item from chambers is going to plummet in price, which personally I don't agree with. I think, yes, there will be more people doing chambers because it's not going to be a headache to get in to anymore, which is a overall good thing. People are not going to be doing the other raids as much. So the economy will get affected regardless of whatever the hell happens. But um, yeah, prices might drop a, a, a little bit. I don't think it'll be anything substantial, but is that the end of the world? Like what if raids four comes out and we come out with like an ancestral 2.0 or just some, some other amazing raid, you know, range item or raids five comes out, raid six, raid six comes out. It's like eventually these items will be binned. Like there will come a time yeah. and it's okay for the Tebow to not continually be 400, 500, 600 hours plus. And even like as a, like as a main I'm, I'm going to be honest, okay? <laughs> it's fucking 2023. You know, get your money up because it shouldn't be a big deal. Like, I'm not saying you should have max gear because I certainly don't, you know, but like, you sh it shouldn't be a problem. Like, you just, I don't think it should be that much of an issue considering how long some of the best P, like, how long some of the best GP methods have been out. It really, like, shouldn't be a big deal as a main. Like, maybe as an iron, you might care, but it's like, Bro, why are you caring about the bank value, you know? So I've never really understood, like, the whole argument on, like, oh, like, older items are now going to be devalued. I mean, sure, when Shadow came out, I think Tebow fell under a bill. And where is it now? It's, like, back up to 12, you know, whatever, 1.2 bill or 1.3 bill. It's, like, is it really that big of a fucking deal? I don't think so. Uh, not to me, at least. But yeah. I think a lot of people really just care about that shit. Yeah, I think, I don't know. Yeah. I understand. Well, first of all, I play as an Iron Man. So if I ever discredit, if I ever just say anything like, oh, I don't really care that much about the economy, people are just going to blame it on me being an Iron Man, which there is a little bit of truth to that. But it's not the end of the world if something isn't the price that you randomly think in your mind should be. Like we, we don't, the prices are supply and demand. It's just like, just because a price drops or raises, like there, there isn't a price it needs to be set at for the game yeah. to be in a healthy state like i don't know like, there are other like sure like that. if you're like if you're working towards like max gear or something you know and you're like dang like it's crazy this site that i got now for 300 mil would have been like 650 mil like a year ago it's like yeah but does it really fucking matter i mean just yeah. keep sending more raids you know like keep having fun fuck it um yeah i mean raids for listen if raids four comes out and it is very difficult, something like on the level of Tob release, where like literally nobody got a completion for the first day or two, and only the very best teams were getting any completions. Like that would be insane. First of all, that would be awesome to actually have the highest tier level content come out, and it's actually gate kept to the people that are the most skilled and the best players. I think it's totally fair for an end game piece of content to allow that. Yeah. If that does come out, like that will make the prices insane. Everything will be in the bills. Like that would be awesome. That's that's how you make prices in the bills. You have to limit the accessibility. Not unnaturally, just the fact that the content is so difficult that that's what's yeah. happening. So I mean like how how sick like it was it's so cool like when you think about Tob, it's like how much effort people had to put in to get just the fucking KC, you know? And even after they got the KC, like, they weren't sweating about, like, oh, what's the fast... It's not like day two, right? Where they're like, okay, now that I've done this raid, I'm going to now bring an eight-way switch in to maximize my DPS. And it's like, bro, like, 
even having fun, or you're just like trying to figure out what's the fastest way to complete this raid. And I think like the cool thing with Todd was it was that difficult, and it really challenged a lot of players in that way. Um, but I don't know. I mean, and, I, and I'm and I'm actually kind of glad. Like, I think a lot of people expected like TOA to be the, and I I I'm a victim of this as well. But I think a lot of people expected TOA to be rates three, right? In that it should be much more significantly different or and difficult than yeah. like Tob or Chambers. But the truth is, it was meant to be accessible. And the second I got over that, obviously I fucking stopped sending TOA. So like, don't ask me <laughs> TOA some shit. But I still think it's a fantastic thing overall. Yeah, you yeah. get you get you get a best in slot item. You have like. The, the reward is fully customizable to the difficulty that you do, right? And it, it it's dependent on that. And I think that's great. I think, you know, obviously Baba Room is fucking cancer, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> that's not there's okay. There's nothing I can do. I, you know, it's okay to me because I don't yeah. fucking do that shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if I was still doing TOA, I'd be like, what is this? You know, why am I fucking doing these slow-ass Nyla waves? That's the only thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. But I think overall, in terms of accessibility, I think your average Redditor, who, which is going to be my example here, is is comfortable with doing a raid so maybe that has inspired them to go do chambers right or maybe go do top or go do inferno which you know it compounds and it, and it leads you to 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 other activities but i think i think overall it's a good thing and i think if the expectation was it's going to be raids three is going to be harder than top uh, you probably would have been disappointed like myself but i don't know i think something about getting the kc and kind of clawing for it is there's a certain appeal to that yeah. No, I, I, I mean, yeah. No, you, sorry. Uh, go for it, Hemis. Uh, okay. Um. The that I haven't heard or I haven't seen that experience in so long. So, like the whole, because uh, that was also something I really liked about top release, where it's just the for a solid. It wasn't even like um. It wasn't like one week. Okay, let's fucking. Because I mean, for TOA, I don't even think it was a week. Right. It was like couple days and it's like okay we're not playing for clears anymore we're playing for how fast can we get this done how you know how how many raids per hour can i get and i know a lot of people have fun by uh taking that sort of optimization approach i mean even i do to some degree but um i really did enjoy that aspect of top where for for literally like the first month maybe two to three months really but like it was, it was a fight for survival. You know, it was like if you could speedrun, then it was great. But the vast majority of players getting clears at the time, it's like we were happy to just get decent clears. And you know, every fight still felt like there was some pushback. It felt like, like if you're hunting, you know, it's like it, there's okay. Well, maybe hunting is a bad example, but. Um, I, I wanted yeah, to see where yeah. you were going. <laughs> it was, yeah. It's a fight, though, you know? It's like, yeah. oh, shit, like, we might fucking wipe here if we don't do something, you know? We might actually... We have to constantly be engaged without just, like... Because when it, when it comes to, at least in my head, from, like, a speedrunner's perspective, like, cause once you end up so proficient at any piece of content, it's, it's not a fight anymore. It's like you're toying with it, and you're trying to make it work out the way you expect it to but it's like you know it's not sheer difficult it's not really that difficult anymore you know it's like okay something didn't happen the way i wanted to whatever i'm gonna i'm gonna voluntarily suicide because the rest of the content is like 
it was just like boring or easy or whatever whereas tava was like so many people were just happy to to grind and try and squeeze out that casey and instead of making it all about like optimizing for for the start and you know i i enjoyed that i I definitely enjoyed that not to say that optimizing is a bad thing because you know i mean uh, i do a lot of that myself you know i love break i love analytics and i love breaking things down into the into how we can optimize them but you know it's just been a while since we've had that and and i quite enjoyed that so okay uh you were saying no no you're good uh let's take a quick break i'm gonna go pee you miami rage quitted yeah well i was i was gonna tell you about um look at dear lotus stream why's he got oda in his title Bro, he's on fucking Oda's fucking uh, group Iron Man team. That's going to be he? so fun. Hey, yeah, the group <laughs> hardcore one. I was Lola's like, on, I Lola's on Oda's. Like, uh, nah, that's gonna be yeah. Bro, that's good for him, though, you know. Uh, he'll, uh, he'll make some make some money. Although, I don't think he's fucking getting past the Barrow's Glove stage. Bro. <laughs> I, I, I mean, maybe Lola's, like, really good at other content. I don't know. I've never, I've never <laughs> seen him do other What content. do you mean really good at other, you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for another. That was surprising. I, I saw that. That's for like... Sebe after dark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. Uh, a cold one here on Twitter is asking, being the Inferno connoisseurs that you are, how difficult do you think the sub-65 Inferno task is for aspiring Grandmasters? Um, oh, man. So, first of all, shout out Chungus. Uh, great guy. And he's, uh, I don't know what your experience has been, Hemi's, but no, when, you think oh, of yeah. like, when you think of like other, you know, like Twitch streamers that have being supportive like not i'm not i'm not talking like sending raids but like just answering streaming questions and like creating questions there's no one better that i've you know been guided by so shout out chungus but to answer his question i honestly think it's pretty simple once you break it down um once you break the inferno down now that means getting a couple kc under your belt you know uh learning what waves kind of scare you and learning what waves you feel kind of comfortable in and then Honestly, using Hemi's guide that he created last year, which is, in my opinion, kind of like the the holy grail for speedrunning in Inferno. And kind of looking through solves in there and recording your own solves to try to improve, asking for VOD reviews from people who have faster times, um, which, you know, in the speedrunning Discord, many people will dedicate time towards helping you get better. But, I mean, I did it on my hardcore with <laughs> Addy Darts, Black Dehyde Top, a Bofa, and Snakeskin Boots, and Red Chins, you know. And it's super, I mean, it's very winnable. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a pretty easy task, I think, once you break it down. Yeah. Dude, you, you started a, you started a thing, you started shouting them out and, like, and buttering him up, glazing him up. I was like, I was like, he's gonna say some fucked up shit after. Like, <laughs> you know, like a an apology. Someone, like, someone commented on my YouTube, and they're like, "Well, this is an actual. This is like actually a serious video." And I was like, "What the fuck, man?" I'm like, "Yeah, like don't get me wrong. I'm like usually shit posting or just cracking jokes, but you know, I can I can be genuine. You know, yeah, I can be yeah. genuine." crazy jimothy out there i mean that 
that yeah when when chungus made that i i, I wasn't sure if that was a no nah, nah, Ch chungus wouldn't mean like that so but yeah for a little bit i was like is he uh does he want me to like reply to it seriously in a serious sense yeah it's uh it's it's not a hard task anyone anyone who's uh so inferno has this thing as does tob where its initial impression on release was so difficult that it's it's intimidating even if you've barely done it because you know you'll always even if you've never watched the content or whatever you'll hear people talking like wow like this is so fucking hard this is the hardest piece of content in the game right it's the same thing for top it's like it's the hardest raid nobody could complete it for for days on release right so uh, i feel like some of that some of that impression has carried over and and makes the content more intimidating which is why uh, a lot of people might find it to be harder or they might think it's harder than it actually is but um with all the with all the metas we have out today and all the all the info laid out it's it's really sub 65 is super doable for any aspiring grandmaster like um i mean earlier we were talking about som and like Som, from my understanding, she, like, I mean, she knew she could get the Inferno, but after that, she was like, you know, I'm, I'm not going to speedrun this. Like, this, you know, it's it's too hard. And and the thing is, it's like, now she's trying it, and she's she hasn't been trying for very long, as far as I'm aware. And she literally was pacing into Zuck. She was going to beat the time by, like, four minutes flat. And she was like, that was easy. I was like, yeah, because, you know, it's... It's it's genuinely very doable. You just have to try it, as with many other things in life, right? It's like I I want this, I want that physique, I want this money or whatever, but it's too scary. There's too many obstacles, and then and then that's where the difficulty is. You you're too scared to even try. So when it comes to the the Inferno time, it's the exact same thing. It's like sub sixty five is very doable. You just have to go in and actually look at the resources yeah. and i will say as well i thought maybe sub 65 would be a bit intimidating when you know this is like two years ago when i was going for my zuck helm and literally the best advice i can give to an average joe like me in regards to inferno is just speed run the living fuck up until like wave 56 and then slow down like because you might as well go as fast as possible when there's nothing really on the line just go as fast mm -hmm. as you can initially and chuck chins at the uh, uh, at the beginning nibblers, and then once things start picking up past wave, you know, fifty six or so, then you can slow down and you're gonna have plenty of time to just chill out for a second. Um, that's my best advice: is go really go as fast as you can up until about that point, and then you can slow down and just secure the run, basically. I mean, to, to add on to that, that's a really key part about the Inferno in general, which is, like, people want to people want to speed and they're all so panicked into it. Because, you know, maybe at the start they're scared, but once they give it a shot, they're like, oh my god, you know, like, I'm pacing, I can do this, I'm fast, right? And then they they keep that mentality throughout the entire run when it's like, you really shouldn't. Because if all you want is the sub-65... It's exactly like you described. A lot of the times, smashing the pace into like 60-something, and then they just, we get to the 60s and it's fucking hard to live, right? It just is. There's no there's no denying it. And then, 
but they keep that rushing mentality and they're like oh well i i can't lose ticks you know like uh, i can't just i have to run out there and hit everything and then they die and then it makes it you know like three times as long as it should have taken because they have to go tutorial and they have to go get more tasks it's like realistically most of the time you can you know do what you want on all the safe waves uh, obviously have the resources learn to learn the main resources and the, the proper ways to solve a lot of the waves but then once you get to the difficult things feel free to take your time because yep. you're gonna have uh, i mean you're gonna have the leeway and it's just not worth wiping resetting and then having to go back to tutorial so but yeah that's that's really good advice i would say I think the, the best advice I've ever given on this topic is just to control the wave. So like if you feel comfortable with the wave, then and you feel comfortable kind of stepping out in the middle, right? Do that. But if it's gonna be a wave like, you know, wave thirty, which has two bats, a blob, a melee, and a ranger, if you don't feel comfortable, just fucking chill back. Just fucking send a barrage and kill whatever's near you, let things drag in, right? And if at the end of that run your time's like sixty eight 69 70 minutes you'll know that you can probably clean up somewhere right and you'll think back to those moments but every wave that you are encounter that you're encountering you've probably done that wave before right so simplify yep. the wave control the wave um and 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 you'll win okay 42 asks how could slash should venibo be improved for high-end pvm sponsored by cbet rs that man's got cockroaches <laughs> in his orange juice uh, <laughs> not true story ask him about it but, oh jesus no, man Dude, <laughs> no that's that's the, that's not the worst story he's had he's had a lot that of actually, yeah. hey he can hold a handstand for a minute that's Bro, impressive you do a handstand push-up you, you should have him on and have him talk about all the fucking you don't want to hear his story. He actually, story well. <laughs> but I, I'll definitely have him on. I need to get him on. He's, he's a clown. Me, me and Seabet uh, talked a lot about this when it just came out, but I this might not this might make it a little unbalanced, a little bit too powerful. But the way I saw it, like this, just irked me because the way the Venator bow works is it's not it it it's not symmetrical or so it can in one way it's um you'll shoot something and it'll bounce to a target and then it'll bounce back so you get the three bounces right and that's the whole point of the venator bow it's supposed to be really strong if you get the three bounces but and that works from like one side or whatever but um sometimes you'll shoot and if it hits a if it hits a smaller target so even if it bounced from one target to another, it won't bounce back. And I'm doing a pretty shit job of explaining it because I haven't fucking looked at it in like a year. But basically, um, in situations where you would shoot one target and it would bounce to it and it works like bi-directionally, it's not the case. So it just won't bounce back for some reason, even though uh, if you shot it... So the second bounce won't bounce back, even though if you originally shot that second target, it would bounce back. Fucking Addy explaining, Addy Seabet chatting or whatever the fuck. But <laughs> it's, and that, that irks me the most 
because in cases where it feels like you should you would shoot something and it should bounce three times it will only bounce twice and that obviously impedes the dps by like getting a shit ton yeah so sometimes i'll watch cbet like shoot a venator bow on a, a melee and a nibbler right and you would think oh and it also doesn't like bounce back if it kills the target which is i don't think that's how it should be but like he'll shoot it it'll hit the melee it should hit the nibbler and then you would think well it just hit the nibbler right it should be able to bounce back because it just fucking hit the nibbler like but it won't so uh it'll only do twice and then at that point it's it's barely worth is it certainly not worth taking for an inventory slot is it random if it only bounces twice or is there any like is there a reason why it's not getting that third bounce so that um i wouldn't say that's random uh because that part uh, that's probably just how it's coded like it's it's consistent but Oh, the uh, the other part where it sometimes bounces if it dies, I think is random because I, I remember they they talked about it on like a on a blog or something where they were like sometimes we found that like the venator bow wasn't bouncing after it killed a target. We've uh, we've adjusted it to fix that, and it's like still does that, <laughs> not as commonly, but it still does do that. And you know we're taking something that's already ridiculously hard to use super niche and uh well now also pretty expensive and uh it's just i don't know it's it's certainly weaker than it feels so so the best way to fix it you would say is just to always guarantee if there is a chance to get a third bounce always give it um i i guess no no i'd say well that's part of it and if it if it can bounce to a target, it should be able to bounce back to the target that it just came from. Yeah. That is, and I wouldn't even say that's a balancing issue. That's just... That just makes sense. Just, it, it, yeah, it just pisses me off, really. It's yep. like it's like an OCD thing where it's just like, dude, you know fucking go both ways. You know what's crazy is like I had a huge OCD problem with the scythe, and I still do, although I haven't done content as much... Uh, with it in these certain situations but for example if you're killing thermi with a scythe Mm -hmm. like you thermi is a four by four clearly every single one of your three hits from the scythe should be given to that monster you're targeting (laughs) but if a little smoke devil goes under there's a chance you actually it's almost i'm pretty sure it's like a hundred percent of the time as long as that little smoke devil is somewhere in that little three tile range where it can get swiped on it will get swiped on, even yeah, though you're not even targeting it. And there's clearly that monster that you are targeting is big enough to get all three swipes. That pisses me off to no yeah. end. It's the same thing with Serachnus. If there's a little mage spider that's underneath Serachnus and you're swinging your scythe, it'll just hit the mage spider. I'm like, bro, this is a 5 by 5 monster. Like, come on. It's not even a balancing thing, right? Well, I mean, in that case, it, it is because you are losing DPS. But it, more than anything, it's just mental mental frustration. It's so annoying. Yeah. It just, like, why couldn't it be coded that if the monster is larger than a 2x2, two two, so a 3x3 three three and bigger, if you're targeting it, every single one of those three hit spots goes to that monster. And it just, compl- it doesn't, it just ignores anything that's underneath it. Like, God damn it. That pisses me off so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it's it's definitely the same case for me with the uh, 
fucking venator, bro, as mm-hmm. you would call it. But yeah, um, that, that's what I do to to fix it. Might be a little too strong after that, but you know, I'm not I'm not the fucking dev. I'm not doing the calcs, so this is what it is. Uh, what do you think, Jimmy? Man, I'm gonna be honest. I do not care for the Venator bow because it is not if I do not use it in Inferno, and I don't. I think it's far too. There are far too few situations uh, to merit an inventory slot that could be for something else, uh, and therefore I think it's absolutely a waste of space for me. But I do know it's valuable, right? It's a it's a nice little weapon to kind of mess around with. And I think those mechanics can be improved upon from what you guys were discussing. But I don't use it personally, so I can't really comment on it that much. Uh, I use it for, like, killing ghosts, but then I realize, like, even that's, like, not efficient. And I'm like, well, what's the point of me using this? So, uh, I don't know. I, I have no comment. I Makes sense. Yeah. Fuck the Venny bow. Sorry, Seabed. Fuck Seabed. Facts. <laughs> I'm glad they released it because besides Inferno, there's some really. The, the, I think the best spot for the Venator bow is AFKing jellies in the catacombs. It's literally click once and then <laughs> AFK forever. It's that pretty chill. Interesting. It's chill. Well, uh, there actually there is randoms. It's after about five minutes, there's a good chance that your guy just somehow you kill all three of the last jellies at the same time, and then you're just sat there standing but there there is some good chances that you could sit there for quite a while just gotta get your prayer yeah. up quality of life weapon yeah no seriously it's just one of those like hell yeah this thing is comfy it's a comfy weapon that's what it is i wish i still had my iron so i could do that yeah it was it's a, it's a different different time i enjoyed the game a lot more when i was playing iron now i'm just you know, fucking log in once a week and <laughs> fucking die in the inferno call it a day no, that's kind of what happens. Like Iron Man definitely makes you feel like there's you play the game for as a kid again. Yeah, like you're the, like the game's magical, you're feeling this nice progression and then you realize you've spent, you know, 10,000 plus hours oh, into yeah. this fucking game and you're like, "Okay, maybe I need help." And then you de-iron and then the game just becomes like, "I'll oh, just do the one thing I enjoy, log out for a week, do it again." Yeah. Kind of what happens. I'll never forget getting a Torig plate body on my first hardcore though. I was like, let's fucking go. I was freaking out harder than like when I got my first slice split. I was like, let's fucking Dude, go. Dude, I will say now, I think it all, I think the biggest part is age related. I think like the younger True, you are, yeah. think the, like video games just feel better when you're younger. Like you're just sucked into them oh, a lot 100%. harder. And the the opportunity cost isn't as present. Yes, I can fuck around and do this. And then now it's like, okay, well, you know, I got to be up in like four and a half hours. Like this is not what I should be doing right now. Yeah, no, it's it's also like sometimes life, uh, at at least for me personally, it was overwhelming. And so just sucking yourself into a fantasy world and just becoming obsessed with it was super addicting, super fun. So. Um, but I just remember, you know, early college days playing my first Iron Man. Every single new thing I was doing was completely fresh, and it was so phenomenal. Like just the feeling of going to Sire and then going to Serb and then, you know, getting my first occult and just progressing and then trying out chambers. Like all and these things were brand new, and it was all on an account that couldn't trade and just felt fucking amazing. 
It was so addicting at that time. Unlocks on unlocks on unlocks on. And it's your it's your first playthrough of it too. Like some people, you know, can kind of get that enjoyment. Like they'll play a new account, they kind of experience that fun again. But nothing will ever beat that first time where you're doing this content just initially and learning it and just seeing drops. Oh, good times. Okay. Um, Black Suns, this is kind of an IRL topic. Black Suns is asking Jimmy, are we still lifting? <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. When I uh, make the trip, which will be uh, hopefully next year. But yeah, I mean, I think the question is more geared maybe at like, uh, like just fitness stuff. And I think, I mean, my advice is, even if you like, let's say you're an introvert, right? And COVID made things like even worse for you to get out. You can still like focus on your health, right? Whether it's like little pushups at home or just like, you know, just going for a walk. I mean, even a walk's just like, can be life changing. Um, so just, I don't know, just make sure you're fucking moving uh, every day. Um, but yeah, I guess that's really all I have to say. Hemi's, I don't know if you've got anything to say to, to Mr. Sons, but I'm down to work out, Sons. Just need to make the trip. <laughs> RuneScape work. It's I, I will say it's it's super uh, wholesome seeing because you know uh, as kids we all think RuneScapers. What the fuck? You know, like guys, guys got to be a nerd, right? But it's like. You look at you look at RuneScapers, and nowadays it's like nah, nah. Like there's a lot of fucking built, shredded people out there that are just playing RuneScape. You know, having enjoy enjoy it on the side, and then like can get jacked. It's like yeah, respect, you know. So, but yeah, no, nothing really to say. It's just it's wholesome to see. I could open I mean, up even Autumn Elegy. Though. You know the the star of uh, I guess old <laughs> skilling methods. Uh, not taking a jab at him or anything, uh, but he's fucking jacked, like beyond Is belief. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, dude, I'm gonna show oh. a picture. Dude, I saw him and I was like, yeah, maybe I should fucking stop turtle skipping and go for a fucking run, you know? <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, but like it's it's things like that, you know, like you're always going to be like a product of the, basically the top five people you hang out with, right? Whether it's like online or whether it's in real life, whatever it is. So. If all your boys online are taking a fucking break to go work out, I mean, what the fuck are you going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah, or, like, same thing with IRL. So, if they all do speedrunning Inferno, I mean, maybe. Yeah, like, dude, look at him. He's just fucking jacked. <laughs> now, the only thing I don't like about him is his uh, fucking Bro. free-to-play uh, fetish. But, you know, it's, <laughs> it's cool. I'm with it. So, let me, let me, let me just whatever. show you the difference, though. Because he has a picture of what he did look like back when he was going for 200 mil mining. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, no. Now you got me scared. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's oh, crazy. You get good news first, not the bad news first. Oh shit! I mean, the, he seriously had an entire transformation. I'm really like honestly, when I think of Automology, I think of like inspirational. Just like this dude, skinniest, scrawniest, nerdiest, into literal Giga Chad. So he look at this. Uh, let me link it to you first. I will say, I also, like, the inspirational thing kind of hit me, just because I knew he was, um, he never, wow. What is that? Bro. Oh, my God. Bro. Yeah. Wow. And that, and the the latest picture is from, like, 2021, I believe. So this, I mean, this yeah, is only showing just only two better. years. I mean, he's got to be, like, actually, like, closer to two, well, no, he's probably, like, 180 pounds, but No, 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 he's, no, no, he's built. still, he's, he's still about 162, I think. 
No way. Yeah. He's fucking jacked, dude. I mean, he's really lean in that last picture. So, yeah. I mean, he's def. I mean, he had to have put on like 30 pounds of muscle within, you know, yep. the whatever, five years or four or four years. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, work. I know, like, during COVID, at least, like, I, oh, man, I didn't fucking, like, I didn't move, you know, I didn't, like, exercise, and I remember it got to a point where I was, like, I was going for a walk outside, and I was, like, I don't ever remember struggling to, like, you know, to walk at, like, a brisk pace, and I remember, like, then and right there, I, like, made a decision, I was, like, this can't happen, but, oh, yeah. I mean, being able to, like, talk to people who also work out, like, cancer, for example, like, I think he's a fucking trainer now, but... Not only is he, like, a demon in, like, speedrunning, but he's also just fucking jacked. So, like, just fucking having, like, a plan and executing on that is yep. super important. Yeah. The, um, the fucking, uh, the going outside for, like, a run and then just realizing, like, I can't do this is, that, that hit home, dude. Because I remember, uh, like, it, it, I used to run as a kid. And yeah. I was like, you know, uh, I've never had any problems with, like, my physicality. So I, I kind of coasted for some reasons, but but basically I was never really worried about my physique. And then at one point I just, I kind of ran, I, like my brother was going for a run and I was like, oh yeah, like let, let me join you. And I realized like I couldn't even get around the block anymore. Yeah. And I was like, fuck me, dude. <laughs> like I need to get back it's on. It's so this, depressing you know? when you yeah. get to that point. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, bro, I can't be like this. So, uh, like, after that, you know, like, I, I run every other day now because, like, I'm not yeah. going to let myself get back to that. But, yeah, yeah it's, like. It's just you know, so important to just move. It's, like, it really isn't even about, like, the vanity of, like, having a great physique. It's just about, oh, yeah. like, your fucking health because you're not young forever. <laughs> you're going to get old and you're going to regret the time when it was easy to stay healthy because when oh, you start having it, back pain and you know swollen ankles from just sitting all day and all this shit like it's not fun it's just, i mean we all know the the, the hundred like billion different effects you know like mental deterioration the the biggest uh prevention method is to just stay active right it's like mm -hmm. you look at the the cross sections of like someone's leg when they're living a sedentary life at 70 versus you know like a, a triathlon runner or like it's it's night and day right and we all know about that we all hear that as kids and we're like you know like i'll do it but like you don't really they don't really care it's like i don't know it, it definitely needs something to, to push you over that line because like you said it's it's not even about like the vanity it's not like oh my god i need to look phenomenal right it's like it's just take care of yourself because i couldn't think of anything more depressing than being 40 and trapped in a situation that you knew you put yourself in you know yeah. and you can't get out there's no way to get out right there's a lot of times where you know like i'm in debt well i can find a way to get out i you know i'm i'm in a toxic relationship okay well i can fucking get out right but fucking being trapped in a body that hurts and aches and is is forgetting things and is suffering from heart disease and all these innumerable number of terrible things, right? Um, you know, uh, if if we can do anything to help people not put themselves in their own coffin, that'd be fucking great. So, 
seen this autumn elegy transformation that's sick man like i didn't i didn't realize he, he was 128 also another another person fucking was it fat clouds like, yeah right? yeah oh my goodness dude like he was like the definition of fucking modern day neat you know like he was one of the people who i watched like when i came on to i came onto twitch and i was like holy fuck like he's just fucking grinding in this game and when that switched his health like i mean he lost just an insane amount so like i feel like people overthink that like oh like i'm just a runescape player i'm never going to be able to do xyz i mean i might i might even argue because you're just you know fucking you, you know what it's like to just grind for something it should just be easier since you had that mentality so don't give up yeah oh my no. god <laughs> no i mean yeah, he, he i mean he obviously like if he were to like clean up his face a little bit which i i think he looks good but if you if you were to clean up like he he really <laughs> did lose a lot of weight i mean yeah let me just That's nice. let me try to show you a, let me try to find a picture of what he looked like in the early days because uh yeah, there, there was a certain picture. I, th I think I have actually a picture on my phone. I took a screenshot of me watching Twitch, like, the day. Actually, here. I can actually literally find it on my phone real quick. But Fat Cloud's transformation was really cool. I was actually so surprised that Fat Cloud's literally just left streaming. I thought that was his calling in life. And he just and, and it was going well, like to be honest. I think there's so much more to it. I don't think he was finding any fulfillment in grinding RuneScape anymore. And I think part of that, in order to get out of that um, whole rut of him just feeling addicted to RuneScape, he had to stop streaming entirely uh, just to get out of that environment. But like he was such a great entertainer. He was so fucking funny. So never, never a dull moment in his stream. Literally, never a dull moment. It was, it's all fun. Yeah, I mean, it's also like BF Rocket. You know, like they just move on to better. Like they move on to a self improvement phase, and they figure out like, oh, I do or I don't have time for streaming in my in this new version of my life. And how could you ever hate that? You know, like it's just somebody that wants to get better and be better and achieve the highest form of themselves. So. Mm -hmm. There's no hate in here for that. Yeah, he, even if they're good, yeah, it's go. like, it's it's, uh, that that sense of um, just because they're good at it, doesn't mean they should do it. I think is yeah. is kind of honorable because they just, you know, I mean, like, make no mistake, the they're if they're built for it, it's phenomenal. That's great, but sometimes it's just not, it's not the right, not the right time, you know. And then if they can they can find some because it's it's exceptionally hard to leave something that you know you're good at but um if they're leaving it because they know there's there's in, they're in pursuit of something better and they can actually take that leap of faith then you know i'm i'm happy to see it so it, it worked out good for them in the end so but yeah uh go ahead no, I, was just, I, I've, I found the picture. I'm going to link it. Uh, I have to do it on mobile, so I had to link it to you guys, and then I'll show it on my screen real quick. Um, so this was, like, September of 2019. Uh, let me link it up. Just for a comparison. Oh, I mean, you can just see it from his face. That's just nuts. Yeah. Man. Holy. Yeah, so when you see... 
just that difference. I mean, I, I, he's not like shredded by any means, but he definitely got super healthy. And he, I'm pretty sure he shredded like at least 80 pounds or something. Yeah. So. Even that, it's like, you know, if you just follow somebody on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok, whatever the fuck, like, remember, that's just like the social media high. So, like, as long as you're feeling better and you're improving your lifestyle, it doesn't really matter what's Dude, going on. Dude, social media is the, it, it's the worst oh, yeah. when it comes to body dysmorphia and just thinking, like, just feeling shit about yourself. Because, oh, yeah. and this is actually real, by the way. So, Fitness influencers, first of all, most of them are on drugs. Um, yep. Almost every single one of them that is, like, made for, like, fitness or whatever. Like, that's, like, their whole calling is just, like, be a fitness influencer. They're, they're on such stuff. So you can't even obtain that naturally. And on top of that, most people that are in that will get hella shredded and feel like absolute shit and then have, like, just a few days where they take a bunch of fucking photos mm -hmm. while they're shredded and then they'll just space out those photos as like the year goes by so there is on top of them looking like they, they just maintain the shredded physique forever it's like no that's not the case at all they literally do it suffer and then they're like okay finally i took all the photos i needed now i'll just you know space them out <laughs> then it's like how do you fucking trust somebody's fucking advice you know it's like one you're on fucking whatever x amount of drugs and then you know the pictures are photoshopped or the pictures have like you know different lighting that's not natural and then i mean it's really no fault of the content creator they understand their customer base right mm -hmm. but you still there still has to be like a level of empathy it's like what am i doing that's like actually fucking meaningful here especially when it comes like trying to inspire people's health and it's like oh you can get this physique too you just have to you know uh take <laughs> take trend or cycle just cycle steroids on for like six months and you can have this too, but dude, yeah. there was a video. Um, pretty sure it was a Jeff Nippard video, but he basically posted <laughs> what what um, the difference is between like being on gear and not, and just staying natural. Yeah. And it was it was something like I'm pretty sure it was like over three months. They did like a you know whatever the study he looked at was like a guy that took steroids and didn't even work out. Yeah. gained like three times more muscle than the dude that worked out every single day for three months naturally. Like the dude like, literally didn't even work out at all and gained that, like three times as much muscle. That's depressing though. Like, this guy actually <laughs> like, I mean, the, that's, you know, there's some serious health consequences for that. And oh, so yeah. if you're going to do it, like at least put in the work, right? It's so just like, you hear about people like I'm gonna go get on like trend and then I'm gonna like what play video games? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, like Dude, the thing is, is like if you choose that lifestyle, you're gonna get addicted to it. You're gonna get addicted to the size that you can put on. Like, dude, like I'm looking fucking great. And then you got to think of the health consequences that are inevitable. Now, obviously, some people have it way worse than others, but like there is health consequences to staying on this stuff long term yeah. even just short term but when like when are you going to decide to get off of it because as soon as you get off of it like you're going to shrink you're going to fucking shrink and feel like shit <laughs> so like i don't know it's it's a it's a worrisome pursuit in my eyes is like just getting involved in that because ugh, you're going to get hooked on it you're going to get hooked on that feeling of just putting on 
crazy size and looking insanely jacked. And then you're going to just continually be on it and your, your health's going to deteriorate. I'm, I'm happy to see so many people are a lot more like open about it now though. Cause I mean, at least when, uh, like every, if like we even like Strafen, Strafen said he's on gear, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's like, even well, let's not out him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, so it's like, I'm not here to like make it sound bad. Cause when I said it earlier, it's like, I want to make it clear that the reason I took issue with that is this, this dude is, you know, you've only, I think more plates, more dates said it uh, pretty good. He's like, you've only got so many shots in the tank, you know? And if you're going to do that, how the fuck are you going to spend it playing video games? Right. It's like, cause a lot of people are, acknowledge the risks they they educate themselves on what's going to happen and then they do it anyway and they're they're fully prepared for the consequences and that is fine right because it's i think that's all life really is you know you're you're trading things you see what you want and if you as long as you educate yourself on it and are prepared for what's going to happen for it you're prepared for the trade-off i get this i lose this that's fine, you know. You're, you'll come out of it without any regrets, and that'll be the best decision for you. But for people to just fucking put themselves on something that might lead to irreversible consequences, and then they're just gonna fucking it's, it's damn. That's just a fucking terrible thing. Or like honestly, just fucking eat more. That's like that is, you know, eat yeah. more and eat right. Yeah, and it's it's just it's just consistency at the end of the day. Like you will not put on size in a month he's just like you just okay. want like you, you it's a long-term pursuit and you'll get better and better and you're gonna have days that just suck you're gonna have probably weeks that you're not motivated and stuff but it's just the long-term outlook which is why i think like runescape players do really good as soon as they start putting that mindset into more like irl pursuits yeah because why not if it's, it's gonna be you know it's worth it's worth the wait so yeah Okay, um, Bale Say asks, who are your favorite OSRS streamers? In parentheses, he says, can't say foe. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to pass it off to him. He's, uh, um, so, streamers is pretty interesting. Um, I think, and yeah, if we're talking about people, uh, well, I think a lot of the people in the OSR section are. That's that's too hard because just I like a lot of the I like a lot of the creators. But if we're talking about who do I think is the most entertaining among the people that I watch, like there's some really there's some people who are super entertaining and can make anything interesting. And for people like that, I'd look at like fucking tasty. I'd look at like Prison Joe because like I, like I'm not a pet grinder, but I can watch Tasty kill krill for like two hours and it's like and i'm like wow like this guy just made me watch fucking <laughs> zammy like i haven't done this shit in years right but if we're talking like people that i think have the innate talent almost like how you described fat clouds like this is his calling like they're fucking good at it ditter bitter was really like Ooh, ditter bitter yeah. was really fucking entertaining when he was streaming i and this is another case with like fat clouds where um, I thought he was fucking built for it. He might have been good at it, but he didn't want to do it. 
because at the end he's decided look like stream like i like content creation but youtube's the better side of it for me i'm not gonna do streaming anymore look if you guys got subs like you can give them to me but i'd much prefer you give them to give them to my friends you know because i'm not i'm not going to be doing this anymore because it, i've decided it's not for me even though he was so good at it he was so entertaining i've never seen any rooms i've never seen any streamer go from zero to two thousand subs so quickly he came back for like he came back for like i don't know three four months and was instantly at like 2k subs because he was he was magnetic with how and you know like you could talk about like the sub baiting stuff but it's like it, it wasn't like predatory it was like obviously you you'd go into it and if you gave subs it's like you know what you're getting into it was for the vibes it was for the energy it was for the fun so in terms of that i'd say ditter bitter had a fucking talent for that because like and he had the ten well maybe he didn't have the tenacity because evidently uh he decided it wasn't for him but my god he had the i think he had some fucking talent for that shit and but since he stopped i'd say the next one re, the more modern one of that is hunter owner i've been watching his stream a lot lately hunter owner is a fucking he's good at keeping that energy up you know and he's he's good at having that uh i'm not gonna call it a persona because i think he that's what he's actually like but he's he's enter he can maintain that natural energy for long periods of time he knows how to make everybody feel included he knows how to make uh make himself the butt of the joke and when not to do it and just to keep the banter up and uh, you know he's i think he's got that same level of uh magnetism when it comes to streaming so for for now i'd say uh the answer is hunter owner in terms of like raw talent for streaming right now but i've also been trying to dial off my twitch so because it's twitch just takes so much goddamn time so um there might be people i'm missing but my top two answers are ditter and hunter so. nice what about you jimmy um you know, Hunter Owner was on my list as I was thinking. Uh, so shout out to him. Uh, I do, I do think that if he decides to keep pursuing it full time, he's going to keep finding that success because of just being genuinely entertaining. But I also think like when it comes to like my favorite streamers, there's streamers that I watch for like like straight up content because they're like actually skillful, and there are also others that I just they're great streamers right kind of like how you mentioned tasty i mean him like prison joe and like even qniks he doesn't stream anymore like it was fun seeing them learn content or do content because like they just they knew their audience well and they knew how to be entertaining playfully right and mm -hmm. so like you never felt like oh this guy's just fucking molding at something but he's like laughing at his own mistakes you know so he didn't take themselves too seriously but those guys are incredibly entertaining in that aspect but i think skill wise i mean I think Dex, like iDex and Stooge are probably the people that I watch the most. Um, I mean, I don't think I really need to say anything. They're they're both amazing players. And I think if both of them keep, um, keep up the tempo or the energy, I think they'll also be at the top of, uh, you know, the, I guess the viewer count or the success, uh, however that's measured uh, in, in the old school category. Nice. I got to give a shout out. I know we already talked about him, but Rasta Man or Scotty. I love 
waking up in the morning and watching some good inferno runs that are like that's just just content for me making breakfast and just having Maybe that running away oh god <laughs> he's dude have, have you seen his max melee runs they're I always did, like yeah. super fast initially but then they slow down of course with the uh lack of range stuff even though i think some crazy shit like the 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 layout for his switch when i popped in the other day uh like he put his claws in the middle of the switch and he had to switch <laughs> around his claws i was like what what the fuck is this and then he read my comment and he just started laughing he's like he's like ah, yeah heavies i was like, I was like bro you're not you're gonna fucking explain you're not gonna fucking explain what's going on here it's, it's definitely good content yeah uh, that's funny um all right here's a couple questions for you hemis from stooge how does hemis feel like being literally the oldest man to ever play this game and also one other question why does hemis play on such a disgusting client (laughs) any response to that well i mean i'm fucking I'm one of the fucking youngest players. Well, that's the crazy part. I can't even say I'm one of the youngest players on this game anymore because when I started, you know, I got into this because when I was five, my brother, who's seven years older than me, and all his friends were playing it, and then they showed me. And, you, you know, me being the fucking little, little fucking prick five-year-old that I was, I was like, <laughs> I want to play too. I want to play. And then I played it, or, or I'd watch him, and I'd be like, this shit is boring, bro. And then he's like, fine, go play it. I played it and I was like, this is so fun. And I was like walking around Varrock. <laughs> I literally remember that shit. But so I'm supposed to be super young, but fucking everybody, everybody in the Inferno community calls me a fucking, I'm old, I'm crippled, I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, funny guys, funny Wait, guys. How old are you? Are, well, how old are you I'm both? 23. Actually? You're 23? Yeah. What about you, Jim? I'm nearing thirty, man. I'm getting getting there closer every yeah. fucking day. I'm, I'm twenty. I'm I'm twenty eight. So twenty three is fucking young, man. Born yeah. in yeah, twenty three. Are you born in two thousand? <laughs> really yeah, the shut the fuck up, up okay? Born in two thousand. Oh my god! Oh my god. Fucking okay. little baby. It is. It is. Back in my day, when I was twenty three. Dude, I started streaming when I was 23. Like, that's crazy. And I I thought I was so old then. I was like, oh, I'm so, starting this late, you know? So, when did foes start? Like, 40, I think. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, nah, he, he must have. Yeah, he's what, 33, 34, 32, 33? I think he's like 33, right? Because if he's thirty three, that means he probably started when he was twenty three. Because I'm pretty sure he started in yeah. twenty three. I, I, I believe that. Yeah, yeah. that's the old RuneFest pictures, man. That's that's pretty crazy. But um, yeah, when it comes to the old thing, uh, it's it's just nuts. You know what? It it feels pretty shit. It feels pretty shit. Because I see now, I look around and I see other people fucking younger than me playing the game i'm like how the fuck did you get into this game man like a miracle that well it's more like a tragedy that i got fucking roped in this game but like that's that's fucking difficult you know i don't know how they did that so that's yeah. you know bad to the first question second question uh, my client is not that ugly and i'm gonna stand by that till the day i fucking die 
these fucking I don't, the coin's not that bad, bro. Like it's it's oh, big. You play on a fucking IMAX. Like, what do you mean it's not bad? It's <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it's crazy too. Because um, so my client is, uh, it's just the default room light settings with some stuff added, but it was like fifteen sixty by like eleven hundred or something in pixels, and uh, you know I never thought there was a problem. But then I uh, I start streaming and these guys start flaming me for it. I'm like, oh, what the what the hell? Like, is it? I don't I don't realize it's that big of a deal. But all the I think it's kind of fun because all the people that like they'll like come at me and be like, oh, well, like sometimes. So like, I used to I used to do a little bit more PvP. This is, I mean, I didn't stream at the time, but like started with like RuneScape private servers. Because uh, I tried to do a little bit in pre-OC, like right before EOC came out. And I played private servers. And we just kind of fucked around a little bit up until like 2018. And then when I started streaming, people were like, oh, your client's so big, you play on resizable. Like you've got to be like, you've got to be like shit at PvP. And then I just start smoking people. And then they were, they were like, what, what the fuck? Top one IMAX PK or top one resizable PK. <laughs> I, was like, one IMAX. I was like, what the hell? Why is everybody <laughs> like fucking cancer will be like, how how's this guy so good at the inferno with his fucking dog shit client? And it'll like post a picture of he'll be like, This is Hemi's. He'll post a picture and it's like one guy in a in a, alone in a movie theater staring at it. <laughs> He's just poorly pa- MS painted my fucking client onto the the theater it's like it's not that bad bro everybody's flaming it i swear it is not that bad well you know it's bad when you have a okay it's not really you're right it's not bad especially if it works for you but one of the funniest things that i've noticed from hemi's stream <laughs> is when you find out he's playing on an imax and you see him like do stuff across his screen you'll see his head move and it's the funniest <laughs> thing because it's just like he's looking back and forth so like yeah this dude just definitely plays on an imax Oh my god! There's, I mean, I play on a massive client as well. It's still, it, it looks small because it looks like a fixed client, but it's actually four times as large. It's like my f- entire what? monitor. Do you know the uh, dimensions? Yeah, it's fifteen thirty by one thousand six. Okay, we're we're on the we're in the same ballpark, brother. You you know, birds, let's fucking go. Yeah. No, no, I, I mean, but my I, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's that big. I mean, my monitors are only yeah. like twenty four inch and. They're pretty far away, so I'm not turning my head at all. <laughs> oh, well. All right, well. There's no head turning, just a little bit of eyeball movement. But, no, no, but no, 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 like, um, straight up, my, my eyes are shit. So at, around the time I think I was, like, 24-ish, I was like, okay, I, I literally cannot look at this screen for too long because I'm squinting. Like the yeah. the normal fucking resi- uh, the normal fixed client is so tiny now, and m- yeah, I, like I'm I'm insanely nearsighted. I have a really strong prescription, so. Damn, you wear contacts? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, I, I don't think I've seen you with glasses, but. No, no, I I yeah. prefer I look I look strange with glasses. I think I don't I don't like the look of them. That's fair, but um. On the on the fucking fixed note, yeah. There was one time, 
uh, cancer made me, he, he put in some channel points and he was like, okay, dude, like, I'm on triple jads. Uh, I think it was like when combat achievements just came out. He's like, you gotta do it on fixed. And it's so funny. You might have the same thing where if you go from resizable into fixed, it fucking, the black, for some reason, like all the extra space just cuts into like black. It just turns into the void. So like occasionally people will tell me to go play on fixed and I'm like, okay, fine. You asked for it. And then 60% of the screen just turns into nothing. Yep. Yeah. And then yep. The, the little middle corner, the direct three by three in the center mm-hmm. is like me fucking like binoculars and everybody just starts spamming it. I was like, all right, dude, I think I yeah. take the jad hit because of that too. That fucking cancer kid. Or cancer guy, his name is Cancer. He's not calling him <laughs> Cancer Kid. It's <laughs> uh, messed up, man. Yeah, no, 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 no. His, his name is Cancer. His name yeah. is Cancer. So. Um, no, but yeah, I, I haven't played on Resizable. I mean, I have literally played on my stretched fixed client. That's exactly four times the size right. of a normal fixed client for literally like four years straight. So I, I literally don't ever switch it to resizable ever for any content and I'm fully used to it now. That's fine, dude. Big big monitor, big client. That's how I see it, bro. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, it's the same thing with the DPI. I don't know how your DPI situation is, but like I play on like high DPI. So what like do you play 1550. on? Jesus. And is people he... are like, What the hell, dude? But it's like, bro, I, you know, I don't want to just fucking play RuneScape. I don't want to like swing my arm around to like fucking go watch a video or send an email or something. So see, I play on 800 um, with my massive screen, so it's basically the equivalent of 400 API if it was a normal fixed client. Ooh. And yeah. I'm completely used to it at this point. Like I, I couldn't change it if I wanted to. Yeah, but because it's 800, nobody's gonna flame me for it. Yeah, I play fucking 1550. Suddenly everybody's fucking. I'm, I'm pretty sure sh- it's coupled with everything else though, heavies, you know. I'm pretty sure Scotty plays with like 1500 <laughs> too. That's what he said. Yeah, the other day. yeah, yeah. Me, him, and Simply used to play 1550, but then uh, Simply changed, and it's it's cool because like I mean, they both have like fucking really nice clicks. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Oh yeah, do you talk about underrated fucking Infernoor? Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. dude, like he's fucking nasty. Just in general, and he's so good at top and pretty much everything else in this game. Okay, here here's like a just a theoretical question for you guys. Who do you? How hard would it be for you guys and um, imagining like the the top end of Inferno speedrunners to do an Inferno run on pure vanilla? I'm not talking about their new like Steam client or anything. I'm talking like vanilla from like years back, like logging in to that dog shit and running an Inferno. No tile mm. markers, no anything else, no tile indicators, no NPC indicators. F keys. No, yeah, 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 yeah. There are F keys, but there's no um, oh, oh, anti-drag. Okay. There's no anti-drag. They can't. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'd fucking struggle without the anti-drag. Okay, I'm definitely an old dude. You know, I fucking yeah. playing 400 DPI. <laughs> So I definitely struggle with uh, with no anti drag, but Jesus, I still think so like I, I still think like I know most of those tiles by heart. So it's like I don't think I really need the tiles, um, but 
yeah, I mean, just like the quality of life, like the boost information, oh, like knowing when so you like, like knowing rough. when you get ticked down. Yeah, I mean, I think it'd be rough, but oh, no like death animations, none of that. By the way, uh, oh, that would be so irritating, dude. Might just have to start playing League. I don't know. <laughs> do you um? Do you get? Do you have to like go to your stats tab to see your HP? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wait, no, well, no, no. No, you don't, because on the vanilla client, they actually added those orbs, and there okay. is normal prayer orb up there as well on the vanilla. Oh. Yeah, that's not really my... I feel like I could sub 50 still. Like, I don't think it's that big of a deal to sub 50 off that. Yeah. But I, I think know, the experience would be fucking traumatizing. Dude, I, I, I ran I ran a a um a sepulcher without any plugins or anything and I'm, I'm talking like the the default zoom have you ever like clicked on like the camera settings on runescape and clicked at the default and you're just zoomed in so fucking far so uh-huh. i i kept it at that and i got rid of all of the um uh extended uh whatever it is ex- draw distance and yeah. you can't even fucking see the arrows coming at you during those hallways. <laughs> that was the roughest thing I've ever had to do. It is such a headache. Like, oh my god, man. Playing on vanilla is just disgusting. Everything looks like a carpet, too, for some reason. Like, all the textures look really strange. Oh, yeah, you'd be in freckle mode in Inferno. That sucks. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, there's no low detail. Yeah, that would be that'd be awful. Here, I gotta pee again. Yep. Be our bait. Fucking cancer, dude. Fucking with you with that fixed mode shit. Oh, uh, crazy kid, bro. He made me do it in Nilo too. I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me, dude? Like this is all, like uh, I'm not gonna die here, but it's just gonna be AIDS. <laughs> it's just gonna suck, yeah." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take dude, a peek dude, at this. watching Rasta do Zuck fucking scares me. <laughs> I'm watching his, I'm watching like his his wreck video. Bro. It's like bros just fucking sending the safe spots. Seabet was fucking Seabet has fucking came at him earlier because Rasta Rasta said like I don't know what he said. He like came in, flamed his splits. And he's like, well, you can't fucking live a Zuck, dude. Or like you can't you can't <laughs> go through a Zuck without taking a Zuck ball. I was like, yo. <laughs> You know, like it's weird because like Russell like has those nice clicks, but then like some of his solos are like, bro. Yeah, yeah. Even like a sub fifty five or would know what to do here. But yeah, he's because that's the thing. Like, uh, there's a lot of uh, brute force. I don't know. Like, he'll just do some stuff that isn't optimal, and then he'll make up for it because his clicks are so consistent. Yeah, and he could just do that for the whole run because like even like even if I have a better solve, it's like, well, sometimes, like, across 69 fucking waves, I'm not gonna do it perfectly every time. I'm gonna misclick and shit, and I can't do a fucking five-way claw, like, that quick, so... Yeah. He's, he's just gonna... He's just gonna make up for it, and... I'm so ass, I can't even do a fucking... Well, I, I think I could do a three-way claw, but even, like, my four-way claw is so shit, and I'm... People are like, oh, bring in the Toro plate. I'm like, bro, you just don't fucking understand how shit I am. Like, yeah. you know? Like... You just don't they get also it. don't understand, like, the way I see it, the five way is not worth if you're not gonna be able to react to it. Because then you, yeah. what are you, what are you gonna do? Start scything on fucking sixty? Like, 
unless you're yeah. pulling a Rasta and taking a fucking divine and repotting every time you fall to like one sixteen. That should that's just not gonna work, right? So yep. it's just I don't know, but I'd say the the thing I'm a little happy about though is like because definitely like four plus months ago his solves were like really bad and then he'd yeah just make up for it with like fucking running a lot and like fucking better better clicks and like clawing and shit but yeah. now like even uh like even blazer noticed too like he, he fucking pinged me one day he's like bro like he's his solves are getting like a lot better now i was like yeah like actually sometimes he's, i can't he's even good, man. Doing some shit like he's, he's really good at like learning yeah. and like picking it up and like applying it which seems kind of like moot but it's like you could tell me how to do something in top but i may not apply no, it right away it. right so easier said just, than done yeah yeah i think uh, i'm just happy that like because i think a lot of people were pissed because before it felt undeserved because obviously if your solves are kind of shit yeah. that, like, you yeah. just fucking run more and you do you know people are going to be angry about that and then um but now his solves are better so it's like people aren't as i mean people yeah. are still going to be angry at him because he's you know some stuff but he's fucking again, pasta man you know yeah. so at least if it's uh, if it's more deserved and people aren't as angry you know it's like uh, there's nothing to be yeah. i'm i'm happy about that <laughs> you know people yeah. don't people are not as mad fuck it that's good all right uh here's a topic from ab she says i have a question for hemis from me and dex have you seen any moose lately also what is a hemis karask thanks oh my god these fucking idiots uh so i I told i told dex and abby well they, they know i'm canadian and they think I'm uh they think I just have moose living in my backyard. They think I run into moose when I, you know, go to the grocery store. They think I fucking eat moose. They think I see beavers like this. I don't know what Canadians these guys know, but they're fucking there's I don't know, and the the Hemi's Kurask is it's a fucking emote that they made because like uh, they took they took a picture of me when I people were making me do some channel point bullshit rewards, and it puts me in some precarious situations sometimes. And then they took a picture of it, and then they they shaded it green, and they're like, "Doesn't he look like a kurask?" And I was like, <laughs> "No, I don't." But then they started. They made a little seven TV emote. They started putting it in Discord. They, they started putting it in all our friends fucking twitch channels so you know how um i mean you know how sometimes you'll get like some weird like super small streamer who like doesn't know how to self-promote or do it naturally at all and they'll just come into your stream and they'll just be like they'll just start spamming all their emotes like completely out of the blue like i'm i don't mind if you use your own emotes and i don't even mind if you spam them but like they gotta be like organic you know because i i need to know you're here for more than just self-promotion you know if you enjoy it and you spam your own emotes and promote a little bit sure that's fine right but if you come in and the first chat message is like my emote spammed across like five lines it's like wow that's so cool and then he puts like more of it it's like okay 
bro like you got to do it more organically right so that people will see that as cringe and these fucking guys put my emo into so many people's streams and sometimes i get worried because it's like are people so many people spam it when they see me chat and they think like do people think like i'm the one put i didn't fucking put this emote there dude like they're just spamming it and every time i'll like pop in so people put that fucking kurasky but i'm like oh my god these crazy kids bruh or or fucking hemi's crack dex made that and it's just me probably like wiped in inferno or something i was not happy and it, it's it's me looking like a crackhead and he just puts that in people's streams <laughs> And then people like that was a picture of like you snorting a line or something. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just begin. I'll talk and then someone will just ping me. Hemi's crack. I'm like, okay, really, bro? Who who put that there? Who put that there? You know. It's funny. Oh, but on that note, um, we were talking about people who are fucking younger than me. Idex is younger than me. It's like how? Oh, really? What the hell? what's wrong with these people bro these guys are oh man everybody's so I think, young now uh, who who else i think um ditter bitter is younger than me yeah ditter bitter is a baby yeah younger also. than the game <laughs> that, was, that was funny um <laughs> trying to think um there's a few other streamers that are really really young i'm like dude you weren't even born when this, like you eyes. were literally born after this game came out like what bro. the fuck Bro. Like being born after RuneScape, like yeah, come is, on, you're crazy. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good that I'm not in that club. That's yeah, pretty barely, good. barely, barely. Okay, um, why Ace has a question for you, Blowpipe. Where do you see the hardcore in the next six months? Mega scale coxes, raids, items. What are you working toward? Well, hopefully, I'm not dead to these shitty ass servers. But um, you can blame shooting stars. I'm mining one right uh, now. God damn it! Take me single-handedly fucking my YouTube series up. Now I, I'm trying to think. I mean, I'd like to kind of finish out like content as I go, and try to do some of the CA tasks because I think they're fun and challenging uh, at like lower levels, you know. Um, so I think that'd be kind of fun to do. Um, but. I mean, my hardcore has still got a lot to finish. I mean, I've got CG to finish. I still need three crystal armor seeds. Got basically God Wars with all of Bandos and Zami to do. And I think once I get those items, like full Bandos and Ahasta, I'd like to pivot towards TOA and kind of kind of learn TOA. Um, I had a terrible experience doing some of the TOA CAs, so I've kind of held off on that for a while. But I like to get a Fang and like the, what is it, the thread to get the four rune pouch um, and kind of just send the rest of the game. I mean, I want to keep doing some tobs and just play it as is and update as I feel like updating it on, on YouTube. Um, I just find like that pace is so much more comfortable for me um, than like streaming on Twitch where I've got to be like super active and engaged. Um, and props to the streamers that do stream like it's a full-time job because I think fatigue is a real thing. Right, like even in my full-time job, like I'm not speaking for the whole time, so it can get pretty tiring and exhausting. But I think YouTube's just a better pace for me. Uh, but I hope to keep pumping out like some of the CAs and, um, you know, just having fun and not dying. Hopefully. Nice, nice. I wish you luck. 
Okay. L Little Boat asks, if you could make three Grandmaster combat tasks, what would they be? And I'm going to add something before you answer. Will the Awakened Desert Treasure 2 variants be a Grandmaster task, do you think? Getting a completion from each of them? Ooh. I think... Um, um, oh, man. Go ahead. I, I think they're... They, uh, does, they said they wouldn't do it. Uh, I they, don't they know did. if they said the same thing about the Fang kit, but um, I'm I'm gonna definitely. The more time passes, the less sure I am that they're not gonna put it. But at the start, I definitely was like, oh yeah, they're they're probably not gonna make it a CA, and I still don't think they're going to. But it's probably like a sixty forty. I like, think they're definitely they, adding it to the CAs. Yeah, they might, uh, or they'll like. Or to not like backtrack on what they said. Maybe they'll do like get one KC in. Well, I guess if they did one. The KC, thing is, is like yeah, it's like not one even KC in each. Yeah, like just just do it that. once. Like that's not a big deal at this point mm -hmm. in time to just say get a completion on each of these awakened verses. Now, if it was like speed run the hell out of it or do some crazy oh, shit with yeah. like a fucking black salamander, then yeah, but. No, I think just getting a completion oh time is totally fine. Get rid of those tasks, please. The black <laughs> salamander shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my but gosh. honestly, I think um, I they're running out of ideas, and they just as, chuck a black salamander I think it's in there. Easier than the inferno to do uh, to do. The oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, Vardorvis. Like you just do a little bit of Vardorvis, and you just give it a few attempts, mm -hmm. and you'll get it. Like you it just. It's certainly more punishing, but if you want to talk like. Uh, amount of time invested i'm gonna chalk up is you know inferno is harder right and we have inferno tasks right and not like rent not like get an inferno we have like fucking do it with no no mage spells do it with without a pillar fall and do like you know all these different inferno things so mm -hmm. uh i'm def like i think the only reason they wouldn't is because they is because they just don't want to you know, say, we're not going to do this, and then immediately backtrack on it. Yeah. So, um, in terms of three tasks, like, ooh, man, like, I, th I don't even want to, I don't think the, uh, I don't want to touch anything for the Desert Treasure 2 ones yet, because I don't know what kind of approach they're going to take, but actually, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy can probably give his answer first, but because I, I need some time to think about that, but I don't. I, I can guarantee you, they're not going to be a perfection task, and they're not going to be a get fifty KC in one inventory task. So, yeah, I mean, oh, okay. Full disclosure, I tried Awakened Vardorvis, and it's the only Awakened one that I've tried so far. Um, and I think I've done like twenty, thirty attempts, and I haven't gotten it yet. But oh shit! I still really. I still think it's good because, like, I'm not gonna lie, I, I didn't even kill. I killed one normal one. Oh, okay, yeah, I, that's before that's, I, before I switched. And I go lie when I I got dropped like three times without like getting more than like four or five hits off, and I was like, I think I'm actually dog shit at this game. Like, I think <laughs> something just switched. Dude, wait, that, you, but I, I, you you did I, one. I, I just have a. <laughs> you did one normal like, kill, and then you went straight to thirty awakened. What the fuck, man? Just give well, it. I, just, I, <laughs> well i was like i was like all right surely can't be that fucking hard it's a quest boss and then i kept getting dropped and i'm not kidding like i died like 20 times in one night and i was like you know what 
I'm just going to chill. But I still think it's excellent content that's difficult. Um, and I'm only speaking from a very small personal sample size. Mm -hmm. But seeing good players that I know uh, struggle with it is encouraging in a way because it's, it shows maybe not how RNG it is, but maybe how mechanically skillful you have to be uh, in order to, to get the completion. Now, I think it's a separate question, like how do you make that so people keep going back to it and making it, you know, less... I guess less punishing from GP wise, like GP wise, right? So like, why should it cost me two, three mil to, and I don't even know the current price of an awakened orb, but why should it take several mil to, to speed run some new content, right? Because I think that would be awesome. I mean, could you imagine like how fun it would be to see people go at it with awakened, uh, what is it, Leviathan, right? That's the one with like the insane last, um, yep, like the last phase or like the enraged phase. I mean, that boss looks sick and I haven't even made my way there because I, I honestly just can't be asked. But, you know, when those CAs come out, I think I, I will probably go for all of them. Uh, but as far as like three additional Grandmaster tasks, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I kind of have to I have to say, like, I think a lot of I wouldn't add necessarily any Grandmaster tasks. I think I would fucking remove like half of them though, because I think they're just like 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 black salamander, bro. I don't even know how, I don't even know how to catch a black salamander until I fucking you know hopped on an Iron Man and was like, oh, where do I catch these eggs? I need it. Um, so I think some of those, especially like the KC in like an inventory. I mean, it's kind of like an endurance test, and I feel like many people just don't have that the patience to do them. But I mean, Grandmaster's complete. I mean. I don't, I can't really think of like three tests that would be fun. I mean, sure, it'd be cool to like see an Inferno run, like, you know, where you're doing it on Thralls and just, but like, what's the point? Because it seems kind of moot um, to kind of, kind of do stuff like that. Like doing MSB, RCB, Inferno, like that's fucking cancer. You know, like I would never wish that on anyone. So yeah. I, uh, I have to interrupt real quick. There's a guy here sure. mining stars that said, yo, Seder, his name is, Obliv Seder. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> There's a fucking guy named Obliv Seder. <laughs> People are genuinely going to think that's my main or something. I have no idea. Is of... it an iron? It'd no, it's just it's just a main account named OBLV space Seder. <laughs> just my fucking name. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> He's like, I knew I'd fucking find you here. And the thing is, I don't, I, I highly doubt the dude's in oblivion because I just looked him up. He's got like no boss kills whatsoever. He's got like five tobs and six bandos and five chambers. <laughs> like, what the hell is going five on? Five chambers. Holy. <laughs> is that even on the high scores? I, I don't know. No, it is. But it is somehow. Yeah. Is it really five? It's oh, five. Man. He's on three zucks, is... five chambers. The bar is low. But, okay, I have a question. So, yeah. the Grandmaster task for DKs, like, were there, like the one where you have to triple flick and stuff, are those, uh, were those Grandmaster levels, or were those, like... No, those are, like, uh, elite. I think those were elite, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like that's such a good concept to introduce, is, like, flicking between monsters well and, like, perfectly. I feel like a lot of people didn't focus on, like, didn't focus on that for those tasks that required like no damage right so i'm like for example like the like the bandos one right where you don't take any damage um i think that's like a prime example of something where it's like oh you should just it'd be kind of cool to like learn how to off take stuff but i don't think there's anything in the game right now which would um which would like merit more tasks i don't know what do you think i 
I I want to think of something for TOA based, just because TOA. I feel like the tasks for TOA were just I don't know. A lot of them were just made intentionally more annoying than <laughs> than possible. So uh, I guess I probably would have tried to replace some, but I don't know, man. I I think uh, I couldn't really. Th- I, I just it's fine if you don't have, if you don't have any. Yeah, because I think TOA was just a whole lot of lost potential. Like they could have they could have done so much more, and I would have loved to see something like like one of them kind of stands out in my head with like Zebok. Like I thought it could have been cool if like fucking I don't know they handle a fucking task where it's like you got to deal with like two tornadoes or, or, or sorry like two waves at the same time or some shit right or like maybe you got to do wardens without like uh i don't know without running in without running through the orbs or whatever i don't know it's it's too hard to come up with on the spot yeah that's for sure okay what about this here's um a topic from kuna do you want a combat achievement tier above grandmaster if so what would the tasks and rewards look like personally i nah i i don't i don't think I mean, would I personally want one? Cool, it'd be give, it'd be giving me more things to do. Like, I'm not opposed to that, but I don't uh, I don't necessarily think it needs to be done. Uh, just because a large, I would say, you know, RuneScape tends to target a completion a completionist sort of audience, right? Like, a, you know, people people want all the pets, people want all people want to collect stuff, people want everything sort of done generally more than other games i would feel and uh i think the the gm cas were mostly there to like get people integrated to pvming you know like it's not they knew full well that it's like look these times aren't supposed to like get you to like the top we don't want to we don't want to not force because obviously it's not forcing people but it's it's if they make something that people um, obviously aren't, because I'm assuming they're talking like a top level thing. If they make something top level and they integrate that in a system that is primarily designed to have uh, things that most people can complete, right? Not top level. And then at the end, like right before they finish, they get this one giant brick wall that's like, hey, you got to go get these like world record times or like extremely high level things. They're not forced to do it, but I do think it's going to cause some, like, some discourse. And then, you know, like, Jagex fucking is shit with, like, their PR, so they're probably going to have to, like... I don't think it'd look great on their end, and, you know, you're going to get a shit ton of people complaining. They're just like, I can't fucking complete this, you know, or whatever. Uh, I, uh, for me, it would just give me something else to do on the game, and that's cool. But I don't think it's needed. Then again, if they were to do it, obviously I'm not going to complain. So that would it would just be so unnecessary to do that. Every task yeah. I can just imagine one of the tasks being do a no pillar MSV Inferno with iron arrows. <laughs> Fucking do it, pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it'd be super. You know, the top just level. Not even fun. Just it. masochistic at that point. Yeah, suffer cool. to hey, suffer. Your Lola would be able to do that. That's my goat. That's my goat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'd have to agree with you. It definitely seems like redundant as fuck to have that. Yeah. And players who do want to go for that, they always go for a live diary, yeah. right? Like we'll that's do just it anyway. a standard. So yeah, and, and anybody they're, they're doing that, it anyways. So 
anybody that's that's that crazy i just think of like somebody like unpredictable like he'll he'll oh, he yeah. just does shit because he wants to and he'll flex it you know he'll, he doesn't even flex it he just uploads it but it's like that's great <coughs> that's awesome yeah to see people yeah, doing yeah. The, the crazy shit and whereas instead of like throwing it in the face of people who generally aren't trying to chase that and then making them kind of feel like they're missing something yeah it, it might just cause some backlash then. for sure okay uh i'm gonna kind of wrap things up so i, I let, let me think we, so we covered chamber scouting we covered a bunch of inferno covered dt2 toa um let me just ask you guys this question what is your guys's personal favorite raid and why And I'm on top of that, oh, I'll also just ask, fuck. what's your favorite piece yeah. of content in general, which I can just imagine is already Inferno, but I guess Raid specifically, what is your favorite? Ooh. I'm going with uh, Tog, yeah, go because, yeah, off of, I just have two fond memories of it on release, because that release, that release, honestly, like six months was just kind of crazy with and that's super biased because that's not entirely based off of like mechanics or whatever, but it's more of like the general feeling and experience and, you know, getting, getting drops. And it's like, oh, just this year, five way split. And it's still 50 mil each. Right. It's like, we're just printing fucking money. So it was, it was very, it was very fun to be a part of it, but um, I'm not here to say that it's like unanimously the best. Um, although it is very clearly like one of the best it's fucking super nice but i also just kind of liked chambers because chambers was also kind of like a giant slap in the face where uh you know any if anyone watches the vids from the release day of chambers everybody's like what the fuck like we've never seen anything like this people run into vasa half the team gets one hit and then fucking <laughs> People are crossing tightrope without killing any of the, the majors or rangers. Like, what's going to happen to me? <laughs> they get fucking hit for, like, 600. It's, like, just a just a super fun environment. And if we're... I, I like Tob more for my personal experience with it. But Chambers, I liked more for uh, sort of bringing bringing like this holy shit we can get content that is gonna like completely slap us in the face and we're gonna love it so i think chambers is more memorable for that yeah i mean i pretty much have to agree with you i think as an iron especially like trying to learn how to do everything solo um i think solo chambers is top five content in the game to like learn to master and to get good at um and it's again one of those things that kind of translates right like in the good old days when you were four to zeroing on p3 right i mean if you're doing it really well right with like maybe not takeoffs but maybe with like your offensive prayers like you felt like a you felt like a demon you know so that's that's like one of the moments where i felt really good uh at the game but yeah i'd have to go with tob i mean i don't really raid much or do pretty much anything other than inferno on my main but um Tob has always been a very memorable raid and it's always been fun and like it's the same room it's still static but like you know it's like your the classic case of like uh you know i think back to to when prince bug you know messed up his 
uh, like freezing, right? And he was like, get my everything. And it was on like Terran's, uh, Terran's stream. And it's like, you know, Bug's good at top and he's, you know, done so many KC, but like, you're still making those funny mistakes, right? And like, everybody can have a good time, but I don't know. Tom just stands out in terms of like difficulty and completing it and then difficulty in getting complete, like consistent KC and then building on that to try to like master the, you know, the, the subtle mechanics, so to speak. Yeah. That's always a tough one. I think top can be extremely addicting if you got a good team. Chambers is chill because you can just solo it and TOAs. It's fine. But no. <laughs> It could be better. It like it's fine. It again, it's it's one of those things like if you have a good team running and you're just in that mindset of like, okay, let's just let's just do this, then you'll have a good time as long as you're with the yeah. boys. But yeah. soloing TOA, oh my god, I, I just want to punch things. Yeah. Irritating. <laughs> and then you have this this like just underlying mentality where like you need to you kind of need to just push the invocation as far as you can without just absolutely tilting. So you can't even just enjoy a 300 or something and just chillax because you know you're just wait you're just trolling like with purple rates. So you have to do this like fucking annoying version <laughs> the whole time, and you're just pissed off. Like ah, hate that. I hate that you feel this obligation to just turn on dog shit. <laughs> just that's invocation. That. that is super <laughs> accurate. Yeah. What's 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 the fucking name of the invocation that uh, that hits you through prayer? Like the chip damage one? Oh my god, yeah, I know, you know what you're what talking, talking about. about. It's just so oh stupid. Oh my god, so dude, what stupid. is what is that? I'm actually No, that is that I'll is I'll say that for a different day, but it's like, whoa, what is that? It's man? such a stupid invocation. It's not adding anything meaningful except for just difficulty. Like just here, be annoyed the whole time. And the other thing is like what the hell is up the invocation where your spec can only go off if you're at a hundred percent. Like that is the most boring, stupid invocation you could have ever added. Like, it's just dumb. It's just, it makes it less fun. Like, Oh my God. Think of something better than that. (laughs) Shit. Like, like the one where, uh, what was was the first one? The chip damage one. It's like, sorry, I'm praying, right? Dude. (laughs) I guess I'll just go fuck myself. Cause it's just, it's just dumb. Yeah, that, like there, there could have been so many better ones. I, I had a discussion with Lake and Puggin the other week, and just like one of the best ones they could have added. And Lake brought up a great point, and I've thought about this, you know, for I mean, as soon as TOA was released, I was thinking, like, you know, the cum phase from Aka, how oh, yeah. that shit is just going everywhere. Like, yeah. even at a zero invocation, that shit's still going everywhere. It's just, it's the mess. <laughs> like, there's no way to, like, tone it back. And it was just, like, something so simple would have been have an invocation that, the, like, the cum balls are only going north, south, east, and west. And then yeah. there's that invocation to add the diagonals. So now mm-hmm. now it's really difficult. But, like, the default should have literally just been something where they're just going side to side. Look, like, all, all I'm gonna all I'm gonna say about the come phase is that grandmaster task, the one where you have to fucking you know do it perfect, hit it all. Yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me let me let me just put this in perspective, okay? I had two great days at work, and I came home and spent fucking five hours each night trying to get that, <laughs> and I just mauled it, and I didn't log in for like a good amount of days after. So fuck yeah. that task. But I agree. I mean, like the directional thing was, I mean, it was it was 
it was interesting getting used to it. And I don't like using like the two tile indicators because it just throws me for a loop. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, if I use it, like now I'm in this weird little impasse with my brain. So yeah, no, it's it's definitely something unique for sure. It's challenging. It's still doable. Like there's it's it's all skill technically at the end of the day, but it's just there's this thing that goes on in most people's heads. It's like, I don't want to lose ticks. I just want to keep fucking hitting the things and sitting around trying to be perfect. is just annoying. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's wrap things up guys. I appreciate you guys uh, coming on. I'm going to ask you now for three shout outs. Meet anybody in the community. Uh, somebody you think deserves it. Um, so I'll start with you, Jimmy, who are your three shout outs? Oh man. Uh, Hmm. I guess three three shout outs to people that I think were uh like instrumental uh in in this game and streaming. Uh probably have to be first one would be Mezd, who kinda of pioneered like speedrunning for like I guess Trap House. Uh the second person would be Chungus, uh for reasons that are obvious. And the third person would probably be simply. Very nice. Hamis. God, uh that's a hard one, I mean. I think I'm gonna throw one to uh, one's gotta go to Elliot for for actually so Elliot fourteen for making uh just really I don't think he strives for the minimum I don't think he strives for content I think he strives to actually be proud of what he does to make entertaining as he calls it uh, movies he's a movie maker right and I think that just that mentality by itself really uh really shows how uh, really shows the difference you know he's not here to be he's not here to just make content he's here to actually do something and and i really respect that and uh i can appreciate that that real passion in the same sense uh the other one hunter owner i think he's one of the is he he's been on and off with streaming but now he's really coming back to it he's doing good work really entertaining and if you're on late est like definitely go watch him like he's fucking he's super enjoyable to to just kind of chill with and i'd have to give the last one to probably the skulled yeah the skulled so he's an animator uh animator editor etc like photoshop blender he makes uh does phenomenal art for so uh, people who aren't creators might not know this, but there's a art discord for um, a lot of the OSRS related sort of creators and like artists can go and like com- can look for commissions there that, and you know, like people, it's just a good hub for people to fucking connect and, and see other people's art, try and cheer each other on, get better and, and learn resources. So uh, he is one of the main people in there and he is, he does some really fucking, really fucking good work. And I think it's underrated, not under, he's not underrated, but like he could, he could definitely do with some more exposure because he is, uh, he does some really nice things and, you know, check him out on Twitter, done some work for the old school community. If you are an artist, uh, or you're looking to become an artist and you're in the OSR scene, you know, like you can probably, I think. I think he could probably get you a link. Yeah, you could probably talk to him. Or actually, yeah, 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 you could probably, I don't know, maybe DM him on Twitter. No, I don't I don't DM him on Twitter. I feel like I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him like fucking mobbed. <laughs> but I don't know. He is, uh, a, he is a great guy. 
yeah definitely look around if you're if you're looking into like trying to become an artist or editor or blender 3d modeler and uh you know try and get yourself in that discord because that's a good place and i think it's the scene can only do better with with more people trying to be passionate about what they do so yeah those are those are my three elliot the scald hunter owner cool cool Thank you guys for coming on today. Down in the description, for those still listening, there will be links for Hemi's and Jimmy's YouTube and Twitch and Twitter. So go drop them a, a follow or a sub on any of those. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys? No, um, <laughs> shit, I'm good. It's, about, uh, it's cool. about bedtime, but thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. This was awesome. Same thing here. I mean, um, my, uh, I guess, uh, final thought I'll fucking plug. If if you wanted to see anything of content from me, like, I, I know some of my streams, I just kind of fucking, I just kind of fuck around. <laughs> but if there's one thing that, if so if you listen to this and thought I was interesting, I think the only thing that you should watch from me is uh, my high-risk Hob tournament uh, highlights because I have highlights for that on my YouTube channel, and it's literally some some of the most proud things, proud events I've ran over my two years of streaming. Uh, yeah, I just have them listed in my YouTube channel under my best works. So awesome! You can check out the trailer was fucking sick, and you could check out the highlight video. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Yep. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel.